This week on the ADLR Podcast, we talk about Stuber, Terminator, Dark Fate, Detroit Become Human, and our freaking 24-hour stream over the weekend. And we are here on the ADLR Podcast, episode 69, the creamy one, Randall. Creamy? Yes, episode 69. Why? Why? Oh, okay. I get what you're saying. You're talking about creamy. Like vanilla ice cream. Cream pies. Like Like vanilla ice cream. Like the ones you buy in the store. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kelsey will be on soon. He said he messaged me earlier that he's going to be a couple minutes late. We'll see if that's random minutes late or actual minutes late. What the heck does that mean? That means you're not going to be on. Oh, okay. That's what when you say I'm going to be late, that means you're just not going to be on. Hmm. Anywho, I'm still tired of from the weekend. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I'm like sluggish. I'm still able to lift weight yesterday and today I did my walk I walked in the gym because it was, it was raining today so I didn't want to risk driving here then starting my walk and then getting rained on so I went to the gym got on a treadmill for a bit and then went on a no the step the step master whatever step mill uh, whatever and then got on the um treadmill afterwards to finish out the day because I was just done you know you know I don't even know if the restream thing is working. Oh, snap. Uh, anyway. Yeah, Brian came. You came here, Brian. But Brian's not making his mic. Does it seem to work? I have here. Yeah, okay. You can hear me. It's just that my stream's like, no, you can't hear you. Oh, no, I can hear you. That's crazy. Okay. Um. Uh, yeah, that's Brian, my brother. Who's? Mm-hmm. We, I mean, you might have seen him over the weekend if you watched our 24-hour stream. Randall in the back. He made an appearance once or twice throughout the day. Randall, yeah, what's say up? something for the people who are listening and not watching. Uh, skippity doo ba boo ba boo baby. That's some fire jazz you're spewing out of your mouth right there. Yeah. Oh man, I am so over this episode already. We can go to. Oh, speaking, I don't have to go to this shenanigans anymore. There's a new website up, adlrplays.com. It actually read. I put all the links that needs to be on there. So there's a Patreon link. There's a link to my extra life, which all the proceeds go to the Arnold Palmer Hospital for Children. It's not topics at ADLRplays. Yeah, it's not topics at ADLRplays.com anymore. There's a fan mail section on the website. You can just submit directly there. So that's the one-stop shop, man. ADLRplays.com for everything. Did you put a link to your workout routine? I should do that, right? Like have yeah. like a section that's like my workout routine and just say, you happy, Zed? Or Zordon? And call it, call it the, the Viking routine. I'm not I'm not a Viking, uh, Randall. People get upset if you're like not a Viking and they're a Viking. You, uh, you can't just say that, all right? Um, I bet you didn't even know that. Okay, Asgardian routine. Okay, I could do that. I'll do that. Which is pretty much the same thing. Cause no. Because it, it's all Norse. It doesn't matter, Randall. Asgardian means you are a god. Okay. You got that? Sure. Cool, cool, cool. Um, but yeah, there's no... The housekeeping is... I'll have to read. The housekeeping is going to be, hey, check out my website. 
has links to the, the Twitters, the Instagram, the Facebook. It has got everything. Now, see, you got to be careful because you said that you're still feeling tired, right? Well, I mean, just like I've, I just want to sleep. I just haven't, I haven't gotten like I've gotten enough hours of sleep. It's just I haven't got I haven't made up the hours I I didn't sleep. Does that make sense? The reason why I say that is because this is the optimal time when you get sick. Oh, it is. Especially with the coldness coming in. So you need to be careful until you... And what sucks is one of my coworkers is sick. Well, yeah, you need to stay away from him as far as possible. Especially if you, if your body is fatigued and you haven't had the proper rest, like your body is still like trying to replenish itself. So it's in a vulnerable state, which means that it's susceptible to germs and diseases STDs. STDs, Randall? Yeah. I don't think I have to worry about STDs. I'm just, you know. I'm not, like, throwing this thing around, you know? (laughs) I'd lose it in the grass, you know what I'm saying? Okay. It's really small. That's what I'm trying to say. You good, Brian? You look like you're still trying to sort things out over there. You're muted, man. I can't hear you. Still can't hear you, dude. This man's having audio difficulties right now, dude. <laughs> Dang, what did we... This week was... What, this weekend just flew by, dude. This is probably going to be the most relaxed, slow movie. Like, I'm not going to... We're going to get through this and be like, okay, 40 minutes and we're done here. I still got to go fold laundry, dude. Wow. It's still in the dryer. Wow. <laughs> like Since uh, Sunday? Since Sunday afternoon, yeah. I got home yesterday and I'm like, I'm not going to stream. So I just came up here and just did my website. I was using because I have the G, I got the domain from Google. And then I signed up for G Suite, which gives me a bunch of stuff for owning a domain and I can make users. And it's like having your own. You site. can make users? Yeah. Like if I had other people working under me or whatever, they can access stuff, use sheets, documents, forms, all that other stuff. They get like 30 gigs each for their in their the cloud storage man google would just be having like this infinite amount of space where they could just be giving people gigs of space well randall when you're when you when you like when you can probably remake the human body with just money you know huh if you can recreate you know how you can model like a, a neighborhood yeah i get what you're saying but how well, does imagine the- remodeling it with just paper like money like thi- like you know those packs that can, you can make a bunch of them, and that's how you, that's your wall. That's one wall of just like the thickest band of hundreds, uh-huh. and then just make a wall. Now make an entire house like that. Now make a neighborhood like You're that. You're saying that's how much money Google has. That's how much they have if they sneezed on accident. You know what I'm saying? Like if they were just like driving downtown, and um. So you think they got more money than Microsoft? Uh, I think so. But what? I, I don't know for sure, though. You know, I, I'm only guessing because advertisement pays a lot. And Google has a lot of that. So, you know, I wonder what it's like to work at Google. Like, I don't mean like as far as the projects, I mean, like the perks. I'm sure the perks are there, but uh, but the work is there, too. You know, like I, I'm sure they expect like. It's a, it's a, like I'm sure it's relaxed, but at the end of the day, you gotta hit, like, you gotta hit deadlines, you know. 
So I'm sure it's like the the perks are great, but you got to be there, you know. Hopefully the perks are are. Uh, I I would assume that the perks would be like insane, like I don't know, like ridiculous amount of discounts. It could be like fifty percent off of things. No, I'm sure you probably get a. You might just get a call. You might just get one if they're just out here giving. Unlimited storage spaces on certain G Suite. No, I don't mean a... like for Google. Yeah, we can hear you. I don't mean like for Send Google. Send my stream. Okay. Are I mean like. What do you mean, Randall? Sorry. I mean like for other uh, companies. You know how like when some companies have discounts for other um, businesses, uh-huh. like they might have a discount for, for different restaurants or a gym or Best Buy, some junk like that. Uh-huh. Like I'm pretty sure, like Google has perks out the behind. Oh, and they're, yeah. And they're probably like we re- like really, really, really good discounts. Not the the usual ten, fifteen percent. Probably like thirty, forty percent off. I'm sure they have. I'm sure they have like they have like their own webs like Google.com slash employee portals. That's just like yeah, you get this, this, and this for free. You know, don't worry about it. Yeah. Or they have like some reward system where it's like, hey, squash twenty bugs and you get a Pixel Five. But it's not out yet. Yeah, you still get it. Isn't it uh, business casual? I don't know, Randall. I haven't stepped foot in that building, so I would assume so because they they kind of advertise themselves as just like a you know Silicon Valley kind of thing. Hey, we're just cool people, dude. You know, so people rolling around on scooters and stuff. Yeah, like I with their automated vehicles on campus like I'm like they're out there Randall they're way ahead of time like I'm sure stepping into that building that campus or that lot is like taking a peek into the future you know is it I would imagine so because I read they have like the, the autonomous cars that they don't have on the roads yet they have it around their campus that just drives people around from like one place to another in, in the in the whole lot so I'm like that's crazy I don't know if crazy is the word but you know what I mean you're crazy. Talk about crazy, dude. You know what's crazy? That's two weeks away from either disaster or the greatest thing I've ever that's ever hit the planet. What is that? Stadia. Oh. It's going to be shit. Be honest with ourselves. Well, I am honest with ourselves since, since I've used it, Kelsey. Have you used it? No. You can keep eating. <sighs> I used it. Oh, you did? Did you? No. <laughs> oh. I figured. It's going to be fine. I'm sure the first day is going to be trash because everyone and their grandmother is going to be trying to access it at once and they'll get a, a glimpse of what the load will be. I don't know. I mean, they hopefully they're not like Blizzard or every other company, you know, and they actually uh, assume that people are hyped about it because they they seem been to be marketing pretty on it. Yeah. They've been marketing it pretty pretty hard. Like, like any any website that has the Google Ads the, the Google Ads plugin on their site, I see the Stadia commercial over and over, and they should know that I've already ordered one already. Like they stopped st- telling me about it. Talk about it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like I, I get it. I bought it already. I'm not gonna convince <laughs> other, if other people haven't gotten it yet, they're not gonna get it. Like the people who want this already pre pre ordered it. Yeah, I mean, I I personally I think the idea is really great. I probably won't ever use it because I won't ever really have a reason to. But, you know, it's the way shit is. 
Yeah, like I, the, the people who want to, who are gonna want to play, who want to use Stadia, already got it. Like I don't know how much, how, I don't know what the attach rate's gonna be from here on out, but it's just not like people who who believe in this thing hardcore already got it. The rest of them are just like skeptical about it and are waiting, but sometimes waiting is what's the downfall of the of the thing because they're like, oh, I mean, we keep waiting, 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 so but they don't see cash coming in and like, goodbye. There's games that happen that, that follow the same story, you know. Do you f- <laughs> do you feel as immersed in a game when you compare something that you hold in your hand versus sitting in your living room on a fifty plus something screen, controlling your hand and surround sound? What was the first option? Sorry. Pretty much a handheld, like a phone or something like that. Do you feel that the immersion is the same? I, that's not. That's I'm even, asking you personally. I don't know. I don't do that. You don't? I thought you played games on your phone. No, Brian. Brian plays a lot of games on his phone. I don't. Besides Pokemon Go, when I'm like on the shitter. All right. <laughs> so when you when you get Stadia, that would be one of the benefits, right? Is that you'll be able to play on your phone. Yeah. He's not so going I'm to, just, but he can. Yeah, I don't see myself like because if I'm going anywhere, I'm usually the one driving, so I'm not going to be able to like as I'm driving on a highway, put it on cruise control, let go of the wheel, and like oh, let's load up some Borderlands. Well, I mean, like it's just the whole idea that they're selling is that it's accessible from anywhere, right? That's yeah. the that, that's probably like the biggest selling point. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, is like, well, the biggest selling point is not the okay. Go ahead. So uh, <laughs> the thing is, it's like you can be anywhere. You could be. Uh, with the internet connection, with a stable yeah. internet connection, not anywhere. Which, in most cases, I'll assume most people have internet no. connection unless no. they don't want to tap into their data. They don't have. Not most people. That's a common misconception. Not a. Not. You'd be surprised the percentage of people who don't have internet. Well, I'm going to say people that I associate with or that's within my circle. Oh, the VIP ha- have access to internet. Randall's VIP section. Dude. There ain't no VIP <laughs> section. It's just that most people I know have a, a smartphone. Okay. And if they're not using Wi-Fi, they're using their data. So my question is, is like, it was about the whole immersive thing because that was one of my drawbacks with Stadia. It's like, okay, it's cool that you don't need a console. A plus for that. I'm I'm cool with that. That's awesome. But it's the whole relying on internet, which I've already had my whole spiel about that, so I'm not going to go back and tell it again. But it's the whole idea that do I personally, Randall, feel that I'm going to be as immersed in a game that I'm playing on my monitor at X amount of pic- 4K pixels, you know what I mean, with surround sound or partial surround sound with a controller in my hand versus like, okay, I'm going to try to play this game on my fo- on my smartphone. You don't have to play it on your phone. Yeah, the whole you point to- is that you don't need to have spend X amount of money to play a game. You don't need a console. You don't need a PC that can run something. It's just convenience whenever you want it. You have to think of this, Randall. In your in your 4K monitor, it can be your phone, but it doesn't have to be your phone. You have to consider this um, the next step that almost all other media has. Before music, you need to buy CDs. It went digital, and then besides, and then now, you when's the last time you bought a CD, Randall? I didn't know you could still buy CDs. Wow. Well, some stores you can't. Uh, movies. It was what? 
you see them on TBS, and then DVDs and VHSs, and then again they went digital. You can still buy Blu-rays and UHDs and stuff, no problem, and and that's fine. Those for the people like Kelsey who like to have his hardware at home and like push it to the limit, like like it's like his like his car. Like the people treat their PC some, some the nerds PC is a gearhead's car, and they want to keep adding more and more stronger parts, faster parts, and and that's there's no way I'm not going to be able to convince Kelsey of that, especially if the, especially if people have already <laughs> dropped two grand on their PC they're, and you're, they're going to tell them, yeah, I can get that kind of quality for just how much the game costs. Like they're going to be like, what? No, it's you know, they, and 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 you also have customization. Like you can mod your games on PCs. Like I'm sure on Stadia you're not going to be able to do that. It's just whatever the game is, you run it. That's it. It's the same thing like with consoles. Like console, you can't really you can mod it, but then at that point you're probably breaking warranty, et cetera, et cetera. But it would does, be pretty you, cool if you could like load your Steam account, Stadia, and then play whatever game you have on there. You know, for like people who buy the really high end games but don't have the computer to run it, so they run it in some shit quality. Yeah. Just because they want to play the game. Like it would be really awesome if you like you already own it and go, hey Google, I already own this. Please just let me play it. Yeah, I, and I can see that slowly becoming a thing because they're allowing subscriptions, like UPlay Plus. So if you subscribe to UPlay Plus on your desktop, you can just go on Stadium and play whatever you, whatever's on that service. And I think it's gonna be a lot of games. So if they become if they come to agreement with Steam and they share like some of the prof like some of the the sale, that can be possible. And that'd be freaking ridiculous to just share licenses like that. Like the movies anywhere thing I told you about, Randall, where you can buy a movie in one place and watch it on like six different platforms. That's crazy. Like if they can come to an agreement with that, I mean, this is like far, like far end. Like this, is, I don't think that's gonna happen. Like the first year Stata comes out, but Brian looked like you were gonna say something. EA's uh, made a deal with Steam for their Alexis Pass, so it could be a thing later on. With yeah. Steam. We'll see. I mean, I'm sure Steam's open to it as long as they get their cut, you know? Same with Google. As long as they get a cut of the sale, like if someone buys it on Steam that's also on Stadia and they want to use it, like they want to get a cut. Because as much as infinite space as Google seems to have on their storage, they still got to make some money, you know? Side note, if you want to know any information, like all the details as far as like nutrition facts... And uh, who makes the best brand and who makes the, the best one for You mean the... what is the best brand? Not who makes the best brand? Well, yeah, no, I guess. Who, who makes the best brand is technically yeah. a valid statement. Because it's va- yeah, that's more. Anyway, my whole point is that, you know, <laughs> if you want to know about protein bars and you want to know the best protein bars, either holla at your boy Brizzle because he has. Uh, protein bars on deck. I think he's Clearly eating. One. He's eating one right now. What kind of pro- um, protein bar are you eating right now? What you what you what you recommend? What's hot in the streets right now? Let me see what's hot in the streets right now. What is this fiber one protein? Fiber That's one. Good. Yeah, it doesn't have it doesn't have too much protein. It's only six grams protein, right? Ugh. But uh, low Cal- sugar, uh, low calories, right? Sodium's low, you know, you got to make sure the sodium's low. 
Why are we advertising Fiber One? They're not. They're not giving me money. You know, and you know what? You know what? For the people who have uh, cholesterol issues, it's low on cholesterol too, so it's safe for <laughs> you. I think. I just think it's. Bar? I have. Yeah, I have. Yeah, they're, they're really good. I really like Quest. I used to. Eat, I used to like chat on those all the time. Yeah, I the Quest bars are really really good. I think the latest one, the last one I tried was from the cookies and cream one, and this is from Fantastic. What was that one that we used to eat all the time? We both of us used to eat it a lot. I think it was like thirty-two grams of protein. Yeah, that's the Met RX one, Met RX bars. Do you still eat those? I mean, randomly, like sometimes I'll be at Wawa and I'm getting something to drink, like a Monster, and I'm like, I see them, and I'm like, yeah, I can use thirty-two grams of protein right now, and I do, and I eat it. I usually eat the apple one though. They have like a cookies and cream one, but that's that one like hurts my jaw. That's how hard it like gives a bite into it. And yeah. you know, I'm, I'm, so the company that makes your oatmeal that's something thin or whatever, I don't remember what it is. Their protein bars are taste like that shit's fucking great, dude. <clears throat> is it because it has sugar or like carrot? Like it has low sugar, right? But it doesn't taste like it has low sugar. So they're probably lying to me, or they just optimize that shit because what the hell? They might have. One time I bit it. into it, and I double checked. Like, is this not cake? That's 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 what I did. Oh wow! Well, how big is the the bar? Because it might be that they don't need that much sugar for the amount of bar you have. So it's so it's normal. It's like this. It's like that's, it's like this big for small. the most part, but it's thick. Oh, okay. Then never mind. They got some weight to it. You can use it as a self defense weapon. That sounds like a Nokia phone. Oh my gosh. That's been my, no- little, my little segment, bar in, bar out. Uh, tune in next week. That's your se- That's what this segment's called? It's the first thing that came to mind. Okay, bar in, bar out. That, that, could, been, that could be a rap uh, segment too. Talk about rapping while eating a protein bar. Got it. Okay. Uh, speaking of phones, we had some... People call in for donations over the weekend. Brian, don't look at me like that. I'm tired. Uh, extra life. We did it over the weekend. Heck yeah, I'm tired, Brian. What's the final? A uh... hundred bucks in total. That's not bad. Uh, Ocon in the chat's asking if that's Terry Crews sitting behind me. <laughs> Randall, you care to uh, your, your thoughts? That's, that's clearly uh, Michael Clark Duncan. <laughs> Okay. I don't yeah, look right. like him. I don't want understand why you keep making that. What's Tom great? Hanks. What Randall should have done is that <laughs> since I, I Tom Hanks, <laughs> um, since I was Freddie Mercury, you should have played. You should have dressed up as Michael Clark Duncan from Green Mile, like have his facial hair and everything. I do not look like him. Okay, I do. You actually do, but whatever. I don't. Dude. You say so, dude. Now is this is this a? I don't look like him. Like I dropped. I didn't drop the whopper. Or yes, is this, uh... it's absolutely <laughs> that. This is a, a you, you guys are the only people who say that I look like him, and I've asked several people if I look like him, and everyone says no. But y'all, if you say I've shown so people your picture and said, "Hey, you, you know, this is Michael Clark Duncan," and they were like, "Yeah, he plays in the Green Mile." And then, okay. and then, okay. Randall, and right. then Kelsey said, "Psych, this is my friend Randall." And they're like, "Oh my God, he looks just like him." Exactly. I was there when he did it every time. <laughs> okay. I look okay. like Chechen dictator Ramson. Uh, 
Kadyrov. I don't know. He that person could be making that up. Okan could just be making that name up. I don't know. I don't know what that looks. You look. I don't know what he looks like. If it is a he, I don't know names. I'm tired. Okan. I think Okan made. He he was he or she was on the um, extra life for a bit. Watch this at all. Huh? I don't see the resemblance at all. Oh, you looked it up. Yeah. Somebody. I don't remember who, but somebody posted that I looked like some guy off of a Russian. Uh, like uh singing thing i was at the uh, gym like a singing like a sing huh? like a russian singer like a yeah like there's like a there's like a russian singer who was on you know like uh uh the voice or whatever that other america's got talent type show uh-huh. and uh they were like they came in they were like holy shit dude are you so and so and i was like i don't know who that is and no and they were like, holy shit, hold on. And they sent me a video, and I pulled it up, and I really thought I was looking here. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I wow. I, I think I was there for that. It was like, it was Remember like his... Kelsey did opera. What was his name? I, I don't have a clue. Okay. What was I going to say? It was Crying Melzer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. I was going to say something I've completely forgotten now. So you're at the gym. Oh, and some guy ran up to me like, "Yo, do you, do you like football? But like the soccer version of football?" And I'm like, "Nah, man, I really, I don't watch soccer." And he's like, "You look like this one. I guess he was like Israeli player or something. I don't know." And the second he said that, it reminded me of Brian. How he says, "I look like almost inanimate object. Any inanimate object." And then it reminds me of the Rami Malik thing. Oh my god! Speaking of Rami Malik, latest episode of Mr. Robot. You ever watch a TV show where an episode where there's literally zero dialogue throughout the entire episode? Uh, I mean, I've seen Dragon Ball Z. No, but that's that's uneventful. No dialogue. Like this episode was tense. No, like literally any dialogue that was done wasn't spoken. It was all done through like face emotions or using their phones or there was no one spoken to like the last couple seconds and that was because of a different thing that was happening didn't it seem like the episode went rather quickly yes man because the entire time we were clenching our buttholes hopefully hoping hoping <laughs> hoping uh nothing bad happens okan says never seen mr robot but hear man man positive things about it i highly recommend it like it's a great i think it's a great show even if you were to not care about the plot, at least from like a technical standpoint of how they make the show, there's a lot of interesting things. So like camera angles are a big thing there. Um, they use sound cues fairly well. Oh, they had uh, quite the cuts this episode. You'll see. Episode five is we're already on five, by the way. Out of I I don't even know how many, but hopefully a lot more because I don't want it to end, but I want it to end. Um, predictions? No, we can't because Brian hasn't seen it. The latest. No predictions of uh, the end. Brian has. Brian, have, are you caught? Completely caught up? I mean, I just just, just in theory, just based off of what you've seen so far, like everything that you've consumed with this entire the series and last season and all that stuff like that. That's based the way true. things are going, knowing the, the antagonist and how. Said person deals with things. Okay, well, then, Brian, what you've seen episode four, right? Okay. 
Wait, why is he? Uh, why are you saying that? We're not gonna. We're not. We're not him back spo- on. We're not spoiling. I'm, asking, not, I'm asking. I'm, I'm what just, episode have you seen? Uh, no, I'm not. He, asking. I'm, I'm, I'm trying I'm, to tell you. <laughs> tell me what? Fucking, we are gonna answer Anthony, and you're over here going on a fucking rant. <laughs> uh, the I haven't seen this week's episode, so if you're gonna do it, Randall says I can take my headphones off because you can insinuate something based off of the episode I haven't seen. No, my my question is more generalized. It's more like, do you think Elliot's going to die? Do you think his sister's going to die? Oh, like this overarching who yeah, makes it to the end? Yeah, nothing like intricate or like specific. I don't know. They've been building up to like, since like the first episode of this, um, of this season, like Elliot's doing this to save Darlene. Uh, Muffin's in the chat asking if I've seen No Game No Life yet. I'm watching No Game No Life after I finish JoJo. And I think I only after I finished JoJo Part Three, and I only have eighteen more episodes for that part to end. Then I'm watching No Game No Life, and then I'm gonna finish off JoJo because No Game No Life. I think Kelsey said it's only like twelve episodes, and they're only twenty minutes, so I can blast through that like in an evening, I guess, or like I can binge it and get it over with, you know, not in a bad way, get it over with, but I mean like I can finish it, and I, I kind of need a break. To Megalobox, have you? No. She says, bro, it's your dream anime literally made for you. I'm not trying to tell you how to run your life. Just trying to make it better. Got it. I'm I'm going to watch it. It's, I'm not I'm not like pushing it off for like indefinite. Like I'm watching JoJo and that has a crap load of episodes. And right now, like I, I'm, I think I'm going to need a break from JoJo because I've gotten it's going to it's going through like a little uh, it's getting a little formulaic and I'm like I, I might need a break from it, so hopefully no game to life is the thing to keep it fresh, and then I'll go walk back and watch JoJo. Because I know they have to go and find... Okan says, what's so good about JoJo? Um, my, it's For me, I like it because it's very out of, like over-the-top, very, if I can say, fabulous. Like, these men, like... Flamboyant. Very flamboyant uh, anime, so, like, they're big, like built like swole men doing like flamboyant things but they're like they're not at all like homosexual or all like maybe a couple characters are but not like it has nothing to do with like this the plot they're just, they're just over the top crazy and it's just silly and it's funny and the, and the pacing is uh depending on like the arc goes really fast so things happen really quickly a lot of things get done but i don't know it's it's all I keep thinking is, man, these dudes used to play football with each other. <laughs> How do you go from playing football to current situation? Like that's that's a complete. That's not even the. That's worse than the complete one eighty. The thing is, I think the thing is, it starts off with like two specific characters, and then the one character completely wrongs one, and then the, and then the other character in a way that you can relate to. Like human, like I don't want to spoil it if you're gonna see it or not. But they they wrong him, and then you want that character dead. That's how badly he wronged you. Dead, D-E-D. like like D E D D E A D, like dead, dead. All right. <laughs> and then and then now we have the series. Like he's trying to like get at him, you know. And then he something happens that makes it difficult for him to get at him, and you want you just want to see him get the beating of a lifetime, you know. That's why I'm watching it, and I think that's why why I'm, this is getting formulaic for me. Because I'm like, I get it; these stands are cool. Like, they, but I just just fight this man already, you know. 
Fight Club. I don't know. It, it, it's like forty something episodes for this part, and I'm like, okay, you know. And the combat's always one on one. It's not like a. It's not like what like Naruto started like that, but then they started figuring out how to do like team battles, and they start using like their their stand like their other stand their abilities together and making cool things. That hasn't happened yet. In a way that I like, I'd like to see. Besides one part when they were in the desert, but that was the dog, so like the dog didn't have a choice. <laughs> uh, we'll see. Once I once I take the break and watch No Game to Life and come back, see if I still care. And that's my JoJo update. What are we doing? Oh, extra life. That's right. We ended up getting a uh, hundred bucks. In total, that's kind of double what we did last. I don't know if it was last year or the year before. So yeah, I, I didn't have to shave my head. I don't have to worry about a drunk stream. I don't have to worry about a uh, another twenty four hours. Because they're not, there wasn't enough kind hearted people watching my uh, stream. Yeah, I'm a little disappointed. I was really hoping for the shaving of the head. Honestly. Yeah, to be honest, same here. Like I thought, because <laughs> it would have been for like I'd be like I shaved my head, but I raised a thousand dollars for kids, you know. But no. I'm kind of disappointed in Jambi as a person altogether. Yeah, just straight right. disappointed in Jambi. Like, every time I see him on my chat, I'm like, I haven't banned him yet. Yeah, that's the <laughs> worst part. He wouldn't give to kids, but he supports that shitty fucking WoW game every month. Yeah, that's, those $15 this year that he spent on WoW could have been in my uh, extra life. But no, let's keep throwing it at WoW, dude. Nuts in his chat next time he streams. I guess. <laughs> oh, But yeah, extra life was fun. Mostly played Modern Warfare, then we got to play a bit of Team Fight Tactics, Brian. What did you think of Team Fight Tactics? So the first auto chess game that I played by accident because I didn't know it was an auto chess game was the Dodo one. The Dodo Underlord is like, oh shit, it looks like some type of turn I thought it was like a turn-based, kind of like Fire Emblem kind of game but on a board. I basically thought it was like, okay, so yeah, like chess, not auto. So this looks interesting, let me try it. Turns out it's auto chess. I didn't finish the tutorial for the Dota one when I played it because I was just so turned off by that kind of game where I just watched things happen that I was like fucking uninstalled it. And there was a an anniversary for League of Legends where like just for playing a one game you would uh, get a bunch of rewards and there was one of these little quests where you had to play each mode I think twice that's in League and one of them was Teamfight Tactics and it gives you enough to get a whole character. I was like fuck it let me try this one. Teamfight Tactics seems a lot um, simpler, or at least maybe just better better presentation than Dota, than the Dota one. So it's easier to get lost into, or it's easier to just autopilot into it. It's I'm still like mad in terms of the genre, but I don't know, this was, this was fun because I can just listen to music and do the bare minimum, but still consider myself playing a game. You don't really seem to have to do much. You literally just, you know, pick a character, pick some other stuff, and then go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, so for the most part, it's just, hey, me pick certain characters that are part of certain, like, warrior style or they come from a certain faction. You put enough together, you get buffs, sometimes team-wide, sometimes not. You put items on them, and then, oh, you lost that guy? To tune it up, see if it works. Oh, you won? Optimize it. Oh, you lost? Change something. This is, this is like, it's what, 30 seconds of gameplay and then you watch a fight, then 30 seconds of gameplay. So it's it's relaxing. It's not like I'm playing fucking 
with how long Dragon Ball, I'm assuming you guys watched Dragon Ball, I've seen at some point, how long matches last in Dragon Ball, we have to be constantly fucking thinking or doing something. It's nice to just, like, turn my brain off and just listen to Frank Ocean or something, and but still play something. It, it's just, engages your mind just enough so that you don't feel like you're just actually against people, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, I played the Rolling Lords, and... Um... I mean, I think I said my piece when I did on an earlier episode. It the auto chess in it, it's literally auto. Like you, and it's randomized. So sometimes you'll get a good character at the beginning, sometimes you won't. Uh, the things that drop, the things in your shop that you use to get more characters, it's random. So it's it's a very random based game. So just, I, it's hard for me to take it seriously because it's so random. It's like playing cards. With like a friend of yours, like if you're playing goldfish or something, like I guess there's a low, certain level of skill there. But so playing team fight tactics, it's just the same for me. It felt like the same, just a different, uh, different heroes because it's not the same game. So it was great to pass time and that on during extra life while we just took a break. Uh, I guess I took a break from heavy modern warfare, shooting up people for six hours straight. Then I took a break, played that. <laughs> And then went back to Modern Warfare and ended it with Modern Warfare again anyway. So I just played a lot of Modern Warfare. But Team Fight Tactics, if you like the auto chess, if you played a Dota Underlords and you're like, I wonder if Team Fight Tactics is any good. For me, it was the same, just different heroes. I think the, the UI, everything's just presented in not a stressful way with the Dota one. I don't know, it feels, it feels clunky. I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> not a stressful way. Everything about Dota is just a more stressful, complex MOBA because when when I at least to me, when I compare Dota and League, Dota is Siege, League is Call of Duty. It's more arcadey, at least to me. It's it's more forgiving. If you run out there and you get sniped three times, well, guess what? You can just go out there and just throw a fucking hatchet and boom, you got a kill or something like that. Whereas with fucking Dota, if you fall behind a bit or like one of your guys dies, like in Siege. When I have a whole man down against people, against an entire team, it's just, maybe that's why I didn't want to play the Underlords, because when I see Dota, I remember how fucking stressful it is. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, League is, League is easier to get into, the League one feels easier to get into. I was going to mention, Ocon in the chat was asking, he never understood what's so fun about these types of games like Team Fight, team fight Tactics or League of Legends. What's well, a simple quiet it's a simple answer. It's like what they find it fun. They pers like if you don't understand why it's fun, it's because it's not fun to you. Some people like love to go home and play NBA two K nineteen. They love it. Why? I don't know. I don't like that. Like, I don't like those games at all. For Ocon would be what kind of games do you like to play and why? And then I'm assuming one of those reasons why is something that can relate to somebody else with these games. Yeah. Let's say like playing puzzle games and your reasons because you like to challenge your mind. Well, games that are PvP like it's like MOBAs and fighting games. You're basically figuring out a puzzle, but it's not just a static one. You're trying to figure out a whole person and figure out what they're doing, how to punish certain said things, and inevitably finish the puzzle. It's a faster game. It's a re a, a reactive version of um, chess. Well, you don't. Have to, it's not. Hey, you turn your turn. Now my turn. It's here's my turn. You better react for your turn quickly, or I'm going again. So, 
what am I gonna what are we talking about after this team fight then that's it it was fun it was a lot easier this year to get through it even when I was feeling um a bit sleepy I got like another a second wind a third wind then had like a monster and it was fine then it started just acting really stupid to keep myself awake to make myself laugh near the end and it worked out um so yeah same time next year guys <laughs> you can go to adlrplace.com for a link to my uh extra life page if you want to donate whenever throughout the year it usually ends at the end of the year and it starts up uh, starts up again beginning of next year um what else uh, oh. i didn't flame extra life for not working correctly they were <laughs> oh i found out why they emailed me back they were ddosed oh nice who does so that? some a-hole decided it'd be funny to ddos extra life during game day of course who ddos is a charity site so yeah i kind of have to apologize to extra life on stream instead of flame them because i blamed them the entire stream and there was nothing they could do because they were getting ddosed so my apologies Selfish to extra life bastard anthony you're a piece of shit yeah dude, dude. pilot on shit. dude it wasn't their fault as the ddosers man flaming a charity what's wrong with you yeah dude <laughs> Like but that's what it turned out. We had. I like the setup we had where everybody was just up. It's not so much that everyone was up here, it's that it's just everybody was like in the same area. Yeah, because it was sense. easier to riff off each other and just have a conversation. And the, we had yep. enough mics, everyone was on stream, so we can hear the conversation. And it was just like a chill really land party. Too. Yeah, I heard when... orgy, and I'll address that later, but I'm just going to finish my thought. <laughs> it's better than like the years before, whenever you have your setup up there and then. Oh, down here, and then you just hear bleeding in the middle, but it's not actual like interaction between the two. Well, I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's just the the way the cookie, the cookie crumbles. We don't have a we don't have a studio here, so I mean, yeah. the only way we can do it is. Did you just did, do I have a studio now? Is that what that was? Look behind you. <laughs> and Randall's just naked. What's wrong? You don't want to be naked, Randall? Not around no dudes, no. Problem. What's wrong with being naked around dudes? <laughs> it's weird. They can give you pointers. Huh? <laughs> I don't need give you pointers. Few, they give you a few tips. There you go. That's, no, even, that's a better one. I'm good. How good were you at the end of um, Detroit Become Human, Randall? I was completely and thoroughly satisfied. It's a beautiful game. So, I mean, you're kind of late to the party here. That game came out in 2018. You ended up picking it up this year, I guess? Or did you already have it and just never played it? Uh, I didn't have it that long, but I had it for a little while. I just didn't. Um, I kind of figured that when I played it, I was going to be like. Binging it? Yeah. So the extra life uh, was a perfect time to play it. Because I got to play, you know, play. To completion. Play games for 24 hours. So I, I, I played. So I originally played it to a part where, like, I was like, dang, man, I don't like this. So I went back and did some and made a different decision. On no, you're like Kelsey, dude. No, that's what? not how you're supposed to play those games, dude. What do you mean? To them, dude. You yeah, yeah. the point of those, you have to commit to the decisions you make, not go back. I only did it one time. That's all you need, and it's, you already ruined the experience. You <laughs> no, do it, you... I didn't ruin the experience, not for me. Well, I'm sure, yeah. I the think person the, who I shot think the, the fact... trigger is going to be like, I'm not guilty. Yeah, I just defended myself. No, no, you, no, no. You committed murder, Randall. It wasn't <laughs> like that. It was It was more so like I didn't understand 
what certain things meant, like out of the options. And Randall, in real life, if you make a decision you didn't understand at the time, you think you can just hit reverse Yeah, but you get in real life, you get the ads, you get to inquire, like, what the heck do you mean? Like, blah, blah, Not blah. Always. This is... Not always, Randall. Like, that's... You think so if I'm having a conversation with somebody, I usually have that opportunity that to get that person to explain to You've, me what they mean. You just the, answered your own question. You just said usually. <laughs> because I've never had a situation where if I didn't understand them, I couldn't find out what they meant. Okay, well, you had it in that game I and mean, you I ruined it. I can put a gun to Anthony's head and tell you to make a decision. Yeah, <laughs> you're exactly. You have a stomach ache and you're like, am I going to shit myself or not? And you have to act quickly. You can't. You're like, well, wait, do I have to shit? How do I normally feel not to shit? Oh, you gotta act. I can't. I mean, I was gonna recommend other games to him that are like the same way. But if he's over here gonna just go back a save and change options and forget it, Worst tell us your like... your non destroyed experience of a of a choice based game, Randall. Go ahead. And I usually, so I usually I'm not allowed replay value when you're completely done with the story. Sure, that's what I did. No, I said, you didn't. You oh said you my went god, back. the night that I beat the game, uh -huh. Brian asked me. He said, "How many times did you beat it?" And I said, "Twice." It's because I went through it the first time. Randall, that's not what you said on camera. Like, it's recorded. You said <laughs> you made a decision, and you're like, oh, no, I don't like this, and went back. That's yeah, what you yeah, said. Yeah, because I didn't, when I said I didn't like this, I did not like the outcome of the game. Like, at the end, I didn't like what happened. So I went back and, and changed the decision and then played it through again, and then I was happy with the ending. Okay, we have no proof of that, but I, we'll have to believe you and take your word for it. Go ahead. How was it? Because you're a liar, Randall. You said the Whopper didn't drop, so go ahead. Ooh. Okay. Anyway, a little um, stressful. Continue. Uh. I really, what, Randall? What's the you, question? Oh my! What you, your thoughts? What did you like about? It? What you didn't like about? It? You're giving your impressions, dude. I don't know. Does it matter if you're not going to believe what I say? I'm on, I mean, there's actual listeners, Randall. Anyway, uh, believe it or not, there's people who listen to this. Uh, the game, like I said, the game is beautiful. Uh, the replay value is really hot for me, which is a rare thing. Like I, I can't really tell you how many games that I've played where I'm like, man, I need to play this immediately again. Tekken. That's not the same type of game, though. No, but you beat the story mode multiple times. You said to get the Akuma thing. No, it's just one time. Oh, I thought you told. Me. Okay. Never mind. I thought you. Okay. You don't have to like once you beat the, the do the story and take it. You don't. There's no reason to go through it again. I thought you said you had to do something special to I get the Akuma. Beat it the thing. first time you get those those extra missions where you get to fight against like Devil Kazooie and and Shinakuma. That, that all happens. It, beat it. Yeah, that all happens in the same run. Oh, like, then I retract my statement. My apologies. There's, so there's you fight them in the story. Then there's a harder version of the fight after you beat the story that you can choose to do separately. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, gotcha. Yeah, I got it. Like a like a plus. Like a, I don't yeah. know what you mean. Like a ex version of the of the. Basically fight. a one boss boss rush. Okay. All right, go for it, Ren. So he's acting. How was the acting in it? Because usually for um. Really good. Quantic Dreams, they usually have a lot of mocap, heavy mocap on the performances. So. Uh, this was also mocap. Well, yeah, no, I'm saying they that that's their thing. They did heavy rain. But the um, performance beyond. was good. It was really good. Mm -hmm. um, I can't remember some of the actors' names, unfortunately, but there are some people that you do know. That you've seen like in other in yeah, live like action they're, stuff? They're, like, they're not no-name actors. One of them is from 
Is it Norman Reedus? No, come on, man. It's um, I am not going to waste time trying to figure out. Okay, then move on. But it's it's some good actors and actress. Um, the story is a very see. Okay, so first of all, just a little little backstory about me in in games and movies and stuff like that. It all started in New York. That was a little man with a big heart. (laughs) (laughs) That was your backstory. I'm not, I'm not a super critic. So, it's very. Can you please define super critic? I, I was going to. Okay. I um, I very easy. I'm. I can very easily um, immerse myself into a game or a story or a movie or whatever, and take out the side of me that is critical of uh, performance, um, visual effects. Stuff like that. Not saying that I don't notice it, but I can still allow myself to like be like fully submerged into the story. So with that being said, like um, this story was very, very good to me. May not be to some people, but it was very good to me because I was the the entire time I was fully engaged. They had me committed, and I was like to a point where I was really like I really cared about. The characters in the game. You follow three people, three main people. One of them name is Connor, the other one is Kara, and um, the third one is Marcus. All of them being androids. And every story for each person is very in-depth, very touching, and very relatable. Not just like, um, it, it, it kind of like translates uh, segregation that you would experience in real life, but it's segregation towards androids and how, you know, like some races look down on other races because blah, 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 X, Y, Z. So it's kind of the same thing with the androids and what they go through. And these androids, they they feel like they're just another species, just like human beings who develop feelings, who have rights, who should uh, get equality and stuff like that. And because in the game, when they're introduced, they're pretty much their servants. Like they're basically like they cook, they clean, you know, they do things like that. They do a lot of the heavy lifting, you know, like mm-hmm. all that stuff like that. They use it as a service. And of course, when you have that, there's an op- for every action, there's an opposite and equal reaction. So because of that, then that means that they're humans who lose their jobs to these androids. Mm-hmm. So, of course, that's just going to fuel why they hate the androids. Mm-hmm. To the point where you have people out protesting and you got people who want to kill them and all that stuff like that or whatever. And these androids, like, they have feelings and they they fear and all that stuff. Even though physically they're stronger than human beings and probably more intelligent or superior just about in every way, they still fear humans. They still fear their life because they was getting gunned down in the streets like they were dogs, man. And it was sad. question for you, Randall. So you remember... I think it was a couple podcast episodes ago. Maybe it's been a real life conversation where you said no, it was in the car, and you said that robots or androids, or whatever, aren't aren't people because they can't feel certain emotions that humans can. Something along those lines. Well, I mean, it, it doesn't matter. What was the conversation? I, I mean, how it started, but we were in the car, and you're saying that robots, something along the lines, that robots can't actually feel emotions. That's a human thing. 
I might have said that. Yeah. I mean, he he said it multiple times beyond that point. He, that's that's his stance when I bring up any sort of cybernetic enhancement. That's that's his stance. So it's not like a one-off thing. After you playing this and you saying what you're saying right now, do you still believe it? I mean, if it's anything like the games, then no. Well, Randall, that's the case when I get my cybernetic enhancements, Randall. What what does that have to do? I'm just letting you know ahead of time. With the, what? What? You still gonna have a human brain? That's not even. It's not even the same thing at all. Yeah, I think you just wanted to put that in there. Yeah, I gotta make everybody know that when the time comes, there's gonna be a cyber Tony. So I, I think what would have made the game even better for Randall is Here if he had go. streamed. We got to yep. see his reaction. Yo, talk about it. Talk about you know? it, Kel. Preach, <laughs> my brother. Preach. Like, why? Why was... are you supporting what he's saying? Because Do... he's not lying. Okay. Yeah, I'm like sure that, he would. He would have watched it, you play it. I would have. If there was ever a game that I would really love to watch him play, that would that was the game. Like, like it's... The, people like to watch those games where you have to make decisions, like huge decisions like that, and they can like watch you do it. They they'll have a conversation with you, like, oh, why'd you do it like that? Like, Ocon in the chat's asking if you did it peaceful or violent. The revolution. That to me makes means nothing. But of I'm course, sure. I went peaceful. Oh, so he went peaceful. Like I'm sure other people. Yeah, the, above it, real Yigan did it violently. What happened? <laughs> he said, "Man, I killed everybody except one." Oh, really? That's <laughs> what the, one of the, That's how one somebody played it. Jeez. And that. Yeah, that, I was trying to preserve everybody, man. I was trying to make sure everybody survived. And cool. it's it's tough, man. These conversations, man. There's there's so much ripple effects. It, it, it's not even funny, man. Like. <laughs> What? How he joined the chat just to say, I got to hear Randall say "dag nabbit," and that's all I wanted. Because like, like when something comes up, he's like, "Oh snap!" They actually got to hear him say because while we were streaming Extra Life, the door was open and Javi was over here. So when Randall got frustrated or he says "dag" or something, they all got to hear it, which would have been great if it was streamed because then everybody else got to hear hear Randall. You can you can probably sell a shirt that says "dag nabbit" with your face on it. It's a bit much, but... Um, and if you smile, you look just like Michael Clark Dutton, Duncan. Anyway. I mean, Randall's just sleeping on the money he could be making right now, but whatever. So, the game, back to the game, um, I, I, I don't know what else to, to say about, like, it's praise. It was really, really good, man. It's definitely, like, within my uh, top 10 games that I played within the past year. Um, That's not going to be the list. It's 2019. Don't Trina this thing. No, I, we've had this conversation already. I understand it. I said that I played within the last year. Okay, I'm just I didn't okay. say as my top ten list for 2019. Okay. So, um, yeah, man, I I strongly recommend to anybody uh, to play this game. Now, if you're not a person, if you're a person who does not like QTEs, then you're not gonna like that aspect of the game because there it is that's the only heavy yes, qte that's because those type of games they need to rely on it to keep you engaged i mean there are some there's some parts of the game where you have free control and you you're actually controlling the character and you're doing stuff but you, that that those sections i gotta tell you what you do you just huh? walk around and hit interact with whatever object that's in the room yeah but um um I don't know. I guess the QTE stuff didn't bother me because I was so like involved or engaged in the in the in the story that 
whenever a QTE came up, it was so pertinent to the story that I was like, I need to do this. I need to get this done because if not, it, it changes junk, man. Like it's, it's. I love. I remember when I was in high school, man. I, I was used, a little man with a big heart. <laughs> First of all, I was never little. Oh, you hear that, ladies? Anyway, uh, that's not what I'm talking. But any, back to what I'm saying. Um, every when I was in high school, I used to always say, "Man, they need to make games where." You have to make decisions, and those decisions have ripple effects. Like they affect the entire game, and then, and like we have that now, and it's crazy because like I think I've played other games where that's a factor that what you just what you say or do or your pretty much your actions have repercussions. Yeah, but this is like on another level. Yeah, man. Like it's just it, it it's not only what you what you choose to do with the character. But it's also how you ha- how you carry on conversations with people. It's like, like say for example, let's say you you know that I, uh, I took your car last night and I went joyriding or whatever, and then I brought it back, and it was like on empty or something like that. You know, but I don't know you know. Whoa, so whoa, 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 whoa. okay, okay, no, I got it. I, I follow now. But <laughs> let's say you're trying to get certain information out of me. Now you can obviously be like go on full force and say, "I know, I know you, you did blah 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 because yeah. this X Y and Z." And hit him with the snaps. But, I know you took my car last night. But even though you have that information, depending on how you deliver or how you come at me, can affect whether or not you get the information that you're actually looking for. Mm-hmm. Even if you already know exactly what happened. So it was situations like that where, like, I'm having a conversation with a person, and I know for sure they were involved. Uh-huh. But if I don't choose to use my words tactfully, this person and and you communicate with Android. So like, if their stress level gets really high, then they are self destruct, and then you won't get the information from them because they're dead. Okay, let me back up, back up, Randall. I can stress someone until they explode. Yeah, I mean they don't explode. They they basically commit suicide. Okay, but they, but this is only that only happened with one one particular android. That that's not like a universal thing among oh, all okay. androids. Okay, but um, I'm like yo, I'm just gonna go around this game just making everyone just no no no. That's not a thing. It's not, that's yeah. not something that you could repeatedly do. It was just with this one particular Got android it. because it. he was very neurotic. Um. Until it was aggressive. He was, uh, he felt really bad about the situation he was in and what, what took place. So he was already in a vulnerable state. He, basically, he was already in, a, in the mindset of being suicidal. So it's like, you, if you keep pushing him, then he's just going to, you know. But anyway, yeah, man. Like, any, I recommend to anybody to play this, this game. It was, it visually, it was beautiful. Um, again, the gameplay is limited because it's all really based on running around, hit interaction, and QTEs. Mm-hmm. But the story is really good, and I, I definitely give it a thumbs up, man. I, I appreciate you haven't played this, but since you like being able to go back on an idea without having to do a new save, there's a whole game like this where that's the main gimmick, and it's Life is Strange. Where if hey, you go over and you can sneeze on somebody being like, I don't want to do that. She can control time and go back to before you sneezed on. 
That's the first season, yeah. The first season, you play yeah. as a person who can kind of manipulate time, so she can go back to prevent things from happening. And I, like, I don't want to spoil it, but just that kind of snowballs into things. And in, in, in terms of stress level, I couldn't finish the game because of how stressed I got. I didn't Speaking st- of yeah. uh, going back in time, hey, Brian, did you know that you could go back in time and... Uh... <laughs> and Fire Emblem? Uh, yeah. <laughs> And then he just disconnects. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have a couple of questions for uh, Randall and then like a statement. Uh, did you ever play Beyond Two Souls? Yeah. No. I, did, like, I ended up playing it. Uh, Beyond Two Souls is... Let me make sure I... Hang on. That's the one with Ellen Page. Yeah, that's the one with yeah. Ellen Page. Yeah, so that one was actually really cool. Like, if you like, you know, really immersive stories and like... You know, having things... I don't remember if it was as big of a, you know, decision-making game. But, you know, it's made by the same company, I believe, that made Detroit. Yes. And it is it, Quantum, really, Quantum Dream. Um, or Quantic Dream, something like that. And the the whole, like, decision-making thing, like, that's been around for a long time. Uh, from what, like, from what I've seen, anyway, Detroit Becoming Human is the first one that, like, like recently, that does... A lot of choices. Yeah. yeah. So, like, if, if you make a decision, it really has a ripple effect. Like, it's not just, oh, you can't access this one area. No, this is, like, people live, people die. It can kind of change the whole story of the game type thing. Like, we were really kind of hoping for that with uh, Dragon Age because that was what they were, like, talking about was, you know, you make a decision and it changes the whole game, the way the whole game is played. It really didn't. Like, nope. You know, you you make decisions, and you could either talk your way out of it later, or it was like a minor setback, uh, for something that you were trying to. And it was really kind of disappointing, because it really, you know, uh, the whole point of like replaying it a whole bunch of times to like do all the different options, figure out how it really changed, and. Playing, you know, I played through that like twice and realized that it really doesn't make any any sort of difference. Gotcha. Uh, I was but, another huge thing, reason why I um I really like playing this game was because it also made me um it gave me like a is it Arkham Knight? Well, it's pretty much all the Batman's, but particularly Arkham Knight, like you the whole detective mode. So when you uh. When you solve cases or you're trying to figure out what happened, it I think it's really cool how it's done. It, re- it reminded me a lot of uh, the Batman games uh, with the detective mode, but it's um, it's a little more involved, and it's like it's cool because it's like that's another thing why I like this game. Nothing is um, nothing. There are sometimes like like every time you finish a, a a section of the game, it shows you a flowchart, and that flowchart it like opens up a web of like if you made the decision, then it takes you down this path, or if you made this decision, then it takes you down this path, or so on and so forth. So it's like not only the not only can you make different decisions, it's also it's based on what decisions you make. It's based on how you choose to talk to people changes the outcome or which path you end up going down. How you talk to people and how you interact with people 
affect how they deal with you throughout the game. I mean, like all the way to the end of the game. Like it, there was a there was a situation where I was I'm constantly interacting with this person throughout the game, and when you get to the end, your relationship with this person plays a major role, depending on how you've dealt with them. Would determine um, it has an effect on the end of the game. Um. What was the other thing? Oh, and when, like when you're doing the whole de- detective mode thing, it's like sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes it's time sensitive. So like this, there's this human cop that I'm working with, and he's like, if I'm taking too long trying to gather evidence and figure out what happened or how this murder was was uh, was done, he'll be like, man, I'm about to leave. But like I, I've seen everything I need to see, and mm-hmm. then like your your character would like just give me five more minutes or whatever. And so now you're rushing to try to look. Gather all his evidence and figure out exactly what happened. And then he starts overheating, and then he explodes. Or no, man. Okay, just that one guy got it. <sighs> My first taste of the story-driven thing that I got 100% come behind was first season of The Walking Dead by Telltale. It's not as vast as I'm sure it's not as vast as excuse me as Detroit Become Human in terms of like the ripple effect, but it was. It was the game that put them on the map and it would put narrative driven games on the table because that won awards that year because it was like the writing was great. The characters were memorable. Like it was. You remember. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> he couldn't even say while looking at the camera, dude. What do you say? I, I, I almost say- got in trouble the other day uh, with Shannon because, you know, I do do that shit all the time. Uh-huh. And uh what was it? Oh, she's like talking about getting away from the red meats because I really like, you know, steak and burgers, and beef and that kind of stuff. She's like, it's high in fat content. And I was like, you're so pretty. <laughs> <laughs> and what'd she say? She was like, you almost said it. You almost said it. And I was like, but I did it. <laughs> so take that. I mean, you're technically right, so. But yeah, like this narrative driven stuff, like that was a bit long time ago. That was before I got over the whole QTE stuff. Cause even then, I'm pretty sure if I played the first season of Walking Dead, I'll get over. I wouldn't, I'll be like, oh, the QTE stuff again. Like I'm, I'm so done with it. So, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure that it wouldn't age well in terms of moment to moment gameplay. Cause it is walk around. Oh, look, you found a nail or something. Hit interact. You'll hold that later. Like it feels like a, like a, point and click adventure game but you're just moving around like you're just moving your characters in the 3d world one that was most interesting to watch at least you play it's probably your best streamed game was uh, wolf among us oh man i loved wolf among us that was the other one i was really doing good. just to fucking watch that game wolf among us was really cool because mostly because I, I didn't know fables was a thing so then after i finished that game i started reading the comics and it's basically if all like um the like the fairy tale people, like the Snow White, uh, Wolfman, like all the people were in living in society with us, and they were ca- they were like casted off as the same thing with like the androids, but fables. They were called fables, like fairy tale people with powers and stuff. So, but they were like the X Men. They were like, oh my god, we don't want them in our lives, or whatever. And they were pushed off because they had to find a way to live with society within our society. And Wolfman was a detective, like a detect a loosely detective. Like the the. Like the hard boiled, yeah, like hard boiled detective, and that that season was fantastic because you're trying to solve a murder and stuff, and it's it's awesome. I highly recommend that it's too. Really well done. I would say it's but from the Telltale games, it's 
uh, <laughs> I had a, a, someone follow me on Mixer, Taylor Ewart, and he put hehe <laughs> 69 because it's episode 69, and the cat bot that Mixer has built in blocked his, his comment because he put 69. Don't worry, I didn't put that on purpose. <laughs> I get it. I see I see a cross stop. It was funny. The um, two Telltale games, I'm like, they actually wild me or actually there's season one of Walking Dead and Wolf Among Us. The worst one that we, at least I saw you play by Batman. far is the Batman one. Yeah. That that's... was so trash. Like, I tried to like it the first couple episodes, but by the end of that season, I'm like, I don't want anything to do with this anymore. That's the only one I just fell asleep through multiple times. That's how boring it was. Unfortunately. Uh, I guess that's it. You, you already said you strongly recommend Detroit, right? Mm-hmm. PC version is supposed to be coming out this year. Excited. I thought it did. hasn't come out yet. Don't. So when I looked it up, it said pre-purchase. Okay, because I know it was supposed to be an Epic uh, exclusive for a bit. I thought it, they got it early or something. Speaking yeah, so about getting it early, it but not pre-purchase. It doesn't have like a. It doesn't have a available date other than. Twenty nineteen. I was reading around and saying it's supposed to come out. You know, fall of this year. Well, seeing as fall's basically over. <laughs> and you still don't have it. Do you what? know if um, Cyberpunk is supposed to be anything like this? It's yes and it's no. Made by the people, by it's not going to be like because that game you're playing is strictly narrative. You're only going mm-hmm. forward at all times. The Cyberpunk is a world, and you're going to talk to people, and their story. You can completely miss story arcs by not talking to people. Mm-hmm. It's you're living in their world. That makes sense. Just play the two Witcher games that exist, and you'll see. Yo, what the heck was that? It's the, he gave me a, a spark and it was like a mermaid dog or mermaid thing. Thank you, Taylor. I appreciate it. It's on the mixer. Yeah, it's a CD. That's what I'm saying. It's a CD project game. It would be like The Witcher. Play Witcher 2 and 3 because there's only two that came out. There was never a first game. And you'll see, especially Witcher 3, you'll see how big the world's going to be. It's supposed to be bigger than this. And it's it, basically like you have decisions, <clears throat> but it's not going to. Like if you if you do do a quest from some like lone guy in the like in the city, yeah, that story arc is gonna have decisions and they can end differently, but it's it may or may not impact the main story, whatever the heck that is. Well, that's not the main story has. The in Witcher two, there's a decision you have to make, which is basically like civil war. Anthony picked one side, I picked the other. I was watching him play after I beat it. It's an entirely different area. Like you, you get a, a part of the narrative that you miss completely if you go the other way. <clears throat> Three is just a bigger scale version of just play Witcher. I get, oh my god, I love CD Projekt Red. Well, I, I mean, can't the, fucking wait. I was actually going to play that, Heavy Rain next. The thing I was going to try to get across for Randall is it's not going to be Detroit where they're just spoon feeding you the next scene, the next scene, the next. You're live, you're walking, get looking around, looking for work to do. As I think you're playing agent or something. I forgot. I don't know the story of Cyberpunk yet. And you play as someone who has. A ro- an old rock star in his head, which is a Keanu Reeves character, and Silver Silver Arm or something like that, Metal Arm. Tell me too much. I don't want to know. Oh, okay, my bad. And then you're out doing stuff, and then you come across other NPCs that are living in the world. You get quests from them. You start to, like, it's not here. Next scene. Oh, whew, I made that decision. What happens next? And they just tell it to you. You are going to be in the world, Randall. Mm-hmm. It's a different game. Like, yes, there's decisions, 
and stuff like that. But I it's just not... hope that is really immersive and not like GTA. And they're not a, like I don't know what I mean. It's open world like GTA, and there's NPCs. Well, you know how in like world. in GTA, like this, there's, there's a story, but it's like I don't know. I just feel disconnected with some of the stuff that goes on, even though there's a story and like you can go here or you can go there, and then there's like different side stories and stuff like that. I don't, I don't ever really feel like it matters, except for like. The whole thing with Nico and his his cousin or whatever, I guess. Well, you're you're, you're using the wrong GTA as an example. That's because well, I haven't like played five. GTA games since Vice City. No, you need to play five. You said, but I don't need to hear what he said. <laughs> uh, Vice City was really good, but GTA Five is that's it, it's a story there. Like you care about the three characters you play as in their own different way. Like they all have their own motives. That you can you can completely skip areas because you're not playing as that character at the specific time. Like GTA Five story is worth playing, even if it has like crazy side stuff. Like I didn't play that many of the side stuff. I just played through the main story, and that that has a story. So in in a way, it's, it might be like that because there is an open world. There is side stuff that you may or may not do if, depending if you come across said perfect or said person. You know. Kelsey with the rocks. I got a box and mixer and looks like an Xbox one with a celebration. He's out here. Why, why is it cat bot? Why is the cat bot just destroying Taylor? Like he keeps, how do I change that? Chat settings. Like it keeps like blocking all of his, I don't know. I'm sorry, Taylor. Try just to keep it clean. <laughs> I don't know why cat bot keeps blocking you. And I can't switch it while I'm in the middle of recording, sorry. But he says, GTA has always been a F around series for me, not storytelling series. But I mean, I, I recommend going through the story. The story was actually engaging. They had relatable characters, not relatable characters, but like grounded characters with legit real world problems. Uh, but yeah. To answer your question, uh, go ahead. Sale for, uh, sale on Steam, 50 bucks. What is? Uh, GTA That's 5. on sale, 50 bucks? 15 oh, as in 1.5. Well, yeah, there's no way they're selling GTA 5 for 50 bucks on sale. No it's one's going to... $30 normally. Yeah. Uh, I highly recommend it. Like, GTA 5 story is actually really good. You said Steam? On Steam, yeah. Steam, yeah. So to answer your question, uh, Cyberpunk is mm, yes and no. It's an open world, and you get quests the same way like GTA does. Like, it's... I just, I just don't want to. But it's not the same depth. I don't want it sense. to be eye candy, and I don't want it to be. Well, I feel like I'm just running around doing junk. Like I want to, I want to feel like it's, it's a story. That's there. That's too. That's Randall. There, there can be both. You, there's going to be running around doing that. No, and I have no problem. I'm not saying that I don't want to run around. I have no problem running around. I said I don't want to feel like that's all I'm doing, and that there's no story. Okay. Brian, you're muted. Sorry. <laughs> oh, uh, you're not? Uh, we can't hear you. <laughs> Sorry, Brian. Um, I guess moving on then. I was The, the thing that sucks is Brian's thing messed up right, I was gonna, right as I was going to throw it to him to talk about something else. Because, of course. <laughs> <sighs> they just look sad and disappointed. Yeah, then Kelsey hit us up with the Outer Worlds. I only played an hour of it, so I don't have enough playtime to actually join you in the conversation, but... I mean, 
probably all you really need because the first hour is literally spent just talking to people. <laughs> yeah, that's you, that's the for, that's the Fallout formula to be honest, in, in a little bit of like, combat, but so like starting out, I, I mean, I really hate when they do this where it's like I understand that it's an RPG, you know, you're there's a lot of dialogue, whatever, but it doesn't have to start out oh, with oh you you know there's like a little bit of action and then there's 14 hours of talking and then there's a little bit of action and that's yeah. kind of what this followed i mean you you spend days just running around talking to bitches and searching stuff <laughs> like i don't know if you've ever played like dishonored or thief i played uh, a little bit of dishonored i played like the first two ma levels or three levels of dishonored like three times trying to get into it and it just didn't work leave I think so, so I just had to update my, uh, what's it called here? Um, yeah, I try, okay. God damn it. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it's, it's very similar to, yeah. the gameplay yeah. style is very, is very similar to, uh, like Dishonored or Thief, where I literally steal everything that's not nailed down. Like, <laughs> literally everything, you know? <laughs> I, I don't understand the point of, um, the like some of the weapon systems you know because like they have like this kind of strange tech tree you know where you just like you put points into uh a section for like you know melee weapon or gun and then the rest of it is all like you know sneaking and hacking and lock picking and then another one is like lying persuasion and something else like, I feel like they're trying to do a little too much all at the same time because they don't really have a lot of it kind of flushed out. It doesn't feel like it anymore. Okay. Uh, and seriously, if it's not nailed down, I friggin' steal it, you know? And, but isn't there uh, a weight limit? There's a slot limit. Yeah. There, there's a weight limit, too. But, like, you can get perks and things that you can upgrade the weight limits. Oh, and, and you, you, you can, maxed it? Uh, no. Uh, um, it's just it's it's is it like li pretty like liberal with the amount you get for upgrade? Well, you there's only a couple that you actually get, and then you get um, you get more as you like get companions and things. Oh, you're right. Uh, so they like when you get a companion, it's really cool what they do with the companion. Uh, at least like for your skill points, because you get like half of whatever it is that they have. And then you also get, like, weight limit and then, you know, half of the skill points that, that they provide. Um, you know, and then you get, like, dialogue uh, between them and you get to learn. You know, it's very similar to, like, Mass Effect where you get to, like, learn about them, go do side quests for them, you know, and then give them different weapons and armor and increase their... Uh, they don't really have the same, like, skill tree or stat tree as you, but they have, like, a perks... Uh, a set of perks. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, again, it just seems like a lot of them, a lot of the perks are worthless. <laughs> Personally, I think your companions are pretty worthless, at least for what I've, you know, dealt with. Uh -huh. Basically, they just, they run out there, they shoot once or twice, and then they die. And it's like, thanks, you're great. Uh, the combat system is a little whatever. Like, uh -huh. you... <laughs> um... You can sneak around and, like, slash people on the back of the knees 
and you know if you kill them they don't make a sound which means that it's not going to alert other people so you can either do that or you can shoot them from an incredibly long range and hope to kill them before they get to you because you die in three but I thought the okay, never mind. Don't you get equipped it's... with? Never mind, never mind. I'm thinking of a different permanent death for your to your companions or no? Yes. Say again. I'm sorry. I think there is. Is it permanent death for your companions? There, you there is a um, there isn't in the like the base game. Either that or you can turn it on. I'm not entirely. I don't entirely remember. But there is a uh, there's like, you know, easy, normal, hard, and then like a permadeath thing uh but i don't know if they're if what the difficulty of the permadeath one is. but i think I there is uh, but i think there's a way to toggle it there I probably think is gonna be uh is if you play on permadeath when someone dies you just load to another save i mean that's why i don't play on permadeath and that's well, a, yeah. i don't know because with fire emblem you do anyway facts can we get a fax in the chat dude that's only because there are a few characters that I'm usually Fucking like, you know what? Thought. Fuck those guys. <laughs> oh Fucking my god. Thought, you and Randall, my goodness, with your what? loaded. I'm just kidding, man. About what? The loading and extra loading uh, back to fix the, the mistake. Decision making games, though. Like, I mean, that one I want to. I want to see what it's like to keep everybody going through. But the decision making games, like Detroit Becoming Human, I'll you know, same thing with like Mass Effect. I make a decision and I stick with it until I beat the game, and then. You know, as I go back through, I'll, you know, do another route. Like, I, you know, I've played Mass Effect 1 twice, once going through and being, like, as a good saint as I can, and another one being a total dick yep. <laughs> as, uh, as much as I can. And I had more fun with being the total dick. Because I could just tell everybody off is... and then just shoot everyone, dude. It was great. <laughs> it, it is so funny. Um but, like, Outer Worlds, I don't know. Like, I, I'm enjoying the game because I want to know what happens next. Uh, there's there's some decisions that you can make pretty early in the game that I don't know how they affect it. And I had started to make that decision and then died. So it reset. And then I was, you know, <laughs> I did... Uh, because the saving, the auto-saving in that game is, like, weird, you know? I'm sorry, uh, someone just followed on my chat, and it's called Meth's Next, next victim. victim. And that just made me laugh. I'm sorry. Thank you for the follow. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, he, he followed on mine, too. I laughed that's, at the name. I just yeah. had to internalize it. <laughs> I couldn't. I, le I read it, and that's just a fantastic name. Go ahead. Sorry. Um, I forgot what I was saying. That in the uh, beginning, you made decisions that you don't know how it turns out. Like, it, has, it hasn't come to like full circle to see how it what how yeah, it affected so, like, the story. It's one of those that's like a pretty big decision because like I mean you you find out early like in the very beginning the guy that saves you is a wanted criminal. Yeah. You know. Like it tells you literally as as uh, the thing is as he's talking. Yeah. You know, and so like there's you can go once you get off the first planet you get to go to a you get to choose like a whole bunch of different stuff. And the one that I went to uh that there's like a people on the board like, have you found out about the board yet? I think no, I haven't. I haven't left the planet, but he spoke about the board. They're, they're yeah, after so him the, and stuff. So, the board is basically like you know a group. It's kind of like just a big group of people that run the whole solar system. Okay. And you know he talks about them some, but there's a guy that works for the board that is 
at the place that I'm at, and you can actually tell him you'd know where the guy's located. And it opens up, you know, a bunch of dialogue and you going. And I started to do that, and then I tried to pickpocket him, and he caught me, and I died. <laughs> so I <I'd> reset. <laughs> and so I was like, well, maybe I shouldn't do that, like, up front, but I really kind of want to know where it goes because it's like, he, you know, that could – you. I don't know how that would really affect the story because he's like, you're kind of, he's what's grounding you for the purpose of the story. So yeah. if you get him sent to jail, like, how does that work? Like, what does that do for the whole story? You know, I wonder if it, I wonder if it's one of those like Easter egg endings where the credits just start rolling. Like in Far Cry, <laughs> if you, you just like, I think it's Far Cry four. If you sit there and wait for, uh, Pegan, Pegan, I forgot the, the antagonist's name, but if you sit there and wait for him, Pim. like he tells you, is it Pim? The Tim. Oh no! If you sit there and wait for him, he comes back, and then the and and the cutscene goes off as, as you joining him and the credits roll. So I'm like, oh okay, that's pretty neat. If you actually follow what he says, and I think yeah, there was something so, like that for three, but yeah, like I told the guy, like I know where this guy is, and then I helped him do something, and then you know he was like, okay, I'm gonna sign your papers, and go to the special place, talk to this person, and then we can start rolling with this. And so I don't know if it actually, like, you know, and then I tried to pickpocket the guy because, like I said, if it's not nailed down, I try and steal it. Right. Uh, and uh, then I died because he had guards standing near him. And, and they all uh, saw you try to put a, your hand in his butt. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, and then it was like, oh, we're going to roll way back here because the autosave function is so fucked up. Yeah, I um, noticed that, too. Like, the first hour, I, I did something stupid and started attacking the people that were helping me. Bef like before they go and audit the ship, before you go meet the ship, uh, what's it called? I started shooting at the people on accident. Uh huh. And then I'm like, oh well, I, I guess I'll load checkpoint, and it was literally way the, back. Yeah, like the beginning of the game again. Like I just watched the first cutscene, and I'm like, okay, well, I guess we're here. I trust auto save. I thought I told you guys. Well, now I learned. Um. Oh. The the other thing I don't like is uh. I well, I mean personally, I've been having a lot of problems with the game where it's just like randomly closing. And I don't understand why. What? Yeah, like I didn't have the first time I played it didn't have any problems. The okay. next time I played it, it was like every couple of minutes I'd be in the middle of doing something and then the game would just close and not tell me. Oh it's doing the God. same thing that uh, what was the what was the other game? Like Apex. Apex does it. Oh. I don't understand why. Like I'm I kind of want to just reformat my computer and start over, but I really don't want to have to like install everything. Right. You know? That scares me because I only played it once. Like that, my my session with it, with the hour and something I played it, was with that one session. So now I'm scared if I'm gonna load it up again, it's gonna start crashing on me. So I, I've started like saving more often, so that I, you know, if it does that again, uh -huh. uh, there are times where I'll be like, like last night I stopped playing because I was like I had gone in, snuck around and grabbed some stuff, uh, and then got to a point where I could decide if I'm going to help one person versus the other, which they seem to do a lot of where, you know, you have to choose somebody factions. asks you to go do something and it's like, no, 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 give it to me instead. And I'll, I'll, you know, it'll be better. Oh, the borderlands thing. Give, give it to me. I give you a shotgun. The other one gives you a, sh a shield or something. Yeah. Got you it. Know, and I'm sure, I'm sure giving it to different people that, you know, has different actions later down the road, which I'm kind of hoping with some of the stuff that I've done. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I was in the middle of talking to her uh this chick and she's like no no, no i need you to help me because if you don't that shit's gonna happen and you know i i don't know what she didn't really like go into it but it was like a, a 10 minute conversation between me and her 
And then the game just closed. And I was like, well, guess I'm going to bed. <laughs> That's the worst. Now, you might want to start to save. If you're doing the save often, make sure you have two slots. So just in case it breaks on you mid-save, it doesn't corrupt your save. Yeah. Like you'll have at least yeah. one that's good. It'd be a shame, wouldn't it? <laughs> Why don't you tell us how uh, Blue Dragon's going? Or Sonic? The Blue Dragon, when I kept my save, is just I got grounded for a long period of time. When I came back, I was like, I don't know what the fuck I was doing. I just panicked and just got out of the game. That's what that's what scares me about playing any sort of like MMO or JRPG. Because if I'm not constantly on it. If I take any sort of break when I come back, I'm gonna be like, I might as well just start this thing over because I have no idea what the heck I'm doing. No, if it's done wrong, because a lot of them do, nowadays they'll have a mechanic or some way for you to know what the hell you're doing last. Because there's even ghost... Indivisible has it when you go into your mind world and you talk to a certain lady, she's like, "Hey, you did this. You should try doing this." And like, "I right, bet." They and don't have that in this, but I know. Yeah, they yeah. don't. Um, like I mean, the... you you can look at your journal and at least see like where you're going. You know, it, it'll it'll have it has like, it doesn't just say here's the next step. It like it says you know, hey, this is what you. I guess that's kind of what it is. Or if you like open your journal, you can look at all the quests you're active mm -hmm. on and your past quests, and it'll show you your different actions. Um. But uh, speaking of losing save data, uh, when I was first playing Final Fantasy VII, Adam wanted to play, and he was pretty young at the oh. time. I got the. I think there's, I can't remember if there's three or four discs for seven. Four, but I you got, told me it was four. I, I got almost to the end of disc three, and then he overwrote my save file and put me back 12 minutes into the game. Mm. <laughs> oh my I've probably God. had 30, 30 or 40 hours into the game three times. That's when you develop trust issues. So much fucking writes my <laughs> So yeah, like so I started like I got different memory cards and was like, okay, I bought went out and bought another memory card. Just like <laughs> this is yours. If you want to play, you have to save everything on this. <laughs> Not this. This. Yeah. Here's and I kept card. mine in slot two so that you know it wasn't the first thing that was picked up. Gotcha. So all in all, I mean the game. The game's fun, but I, there is a lot of talking, and there's a lot of decision-making, and there's a lot of, uh, you know, like, going back and forth with some things. Um, and then the, the combat seems kind of wonky. Like, you have the ability to put points into your combat, and all it really seems to do is increase your critical strike chance. It doesn't really seem to do anything else that I can really see. Um, mm -hmm. You know, and then every, like, 20 points you can you get some special bonus for that particular skill uh and you can raise the set of skills like you know that everything there's three for each category and you can raise the category uh up every time until two of the skills hit level 50 and then after that you can specialize in a skill by raising it individually oh. um, which is nice and you know the perks that you get for like you know raising the skills or specializing actually get pretty good uh but i don't i don't know it doesn't really seem like you you get much out of going into combat so i've been focusing on you know lock pick persuasion uh hacking and then like all the like science engineering and medical i think you did the same things i did dude the persuasion and all the, like the tech the tech stuff and i yeah. think maybe the crafting stuff so i'm like that'll be the most useful i can get things that are hidden behind like 
hacks or lock picks and stuff. Yeah. You know, I don't have to worry about the I don't have to worry about the gunplay. I can shoot people all day. Typically so, what I do is lock pick persuasion so that I can get my way out of it or sell things for more. And then melee, because in case it doesn't work, I need to have what he has on him. So I <laughs> you don't you don't even need melee in this game. Like it's yeah, seriously the, the... the gunplay is too good. Like it's mm. too strong. Well actually I go the other way. Like I use melee weapons uh for the most part because it seems oh. to do more damage. Um that It really depends redo. on the type of character you're hitting. If you're hitting a mechanical, like a robot or something, bullets don't seem to do shit. I don't know if it's because I don't have a special like I don't have a shock weapon or a plasma weapon. Um, but my hammer is plasma and I've upgraded the hell out of that thing, so I smack it in the face and it dies pretty quick. I've only shot humans at this point. I haven't done the I haven't done the the bots yet. So maybe um, I might have to rethink what I have then, because I've been doing just guns. I, I mean, I think it's good to have a weapon on you, because like sometimes the they're you like run into massive packs of people or creatures, and if you can you know sneak around some and stab some of them in the back, uh, you can take them out without alerting the group, so you can at least thin it out before you actually get into a fight. Um, oh, that's true. But. I mean, the gun, the the whole like combat system just doesn't really make any sense. Like, you die super quick. You know, I, I understand that I'm playing the game on hard, but it just oh, you know, so I won't just, have that problem. Well, I don't know. Like, the thing is, is that actually, like, no, yes, you're right. I have... do, I do take a lot of damage. Actually, even on easy, I'm playing on easy, and I and I took for like one or two shots, it was chunks of my health. Yeah, you know, and and, and like if you get. Four people running at you, and you can't take them out quick enough. Oh, there's no cover. You're dead. I mean, there's cover, but no. I'm saying moment, if, like, if they're hide if, behind. I'm saying if the situation is they like bum rush you, and you're in the middle of the road. Oh yeah, you're, you're dead. Like that's it. You know, and then hope. Hopefully, you saved because the auto save is probably <laughs> six hours ago. Back when you left the town, <laughs> or when you entered the town. So yeah, I mean, it. I don't know. I'm. I'm conflicted about the combat. I really like the story. I'm really interested to see how the story plays out. Um, you get to make determinations on whether you like keep certain people alive or kill them. Some some you know bounty quests, uh, you kind of just have to you know only get to kill them. Um, I'm really hoping that certain decisions make you know a difference in the game. Uh, I hear that, but who knows. Because especially with the the way it started, it, you getting to pick all your stats and stuff, and he's like letting you know, hey, we need to go. Well, I don't know, spot the plot. Like, hey, save these people who are still in cryo. And I'm like, oh wait, what? And then he just sends you off to the planet. And I'm like, what? Okay, so how yeah. am I gonna get back over there? Like, yeah, I, that's why I'm really curious to know what happens if you like try and turn him in or like follow that line. Yeah, you know, so is I, it gonna be something where you go, you try and make your way up the you know the ranks and go, haha, just kidding, I'm gonna kill you instead. Or if you actually turn him in and then it's like you know, oh, you joined the board, he fucking hates you and the game ends. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know, but I I am excited to see where it goes. I think the I think the story is good enough. Uh, to keep me interested, the combat really isn't anything special. You you just it's typical I, I, gunplay. Like it feels kind of good to shoot it, but it's nothing fabulous from what no. I played so far. But then again, I've only had like a pistol and like a like a like a rifle. So I don't know if there's any like cooler weapons later on. But oh yeah, they've got some cool weapons. Like okay. uh, you get a flamethrower 
And you can change the weapon types, too. Like, you can get mods that, you know, change the weapon type to, like, plasma, shock, or oh. acid. Um, Those sound familiar. Then, uh, can, like, there's a grenade launcher. You can get, like, a light machine gun or a heavy machine gun. You, you literally, like, walk around like the heavy, just blasting shit. Yeah, a harpoon gun. Is there? Or are you asking? He's asking. Asking. Uh, I don't think so. I haven't seen one. I found a scythe. What? But a scythe. That's like melee weapon, right? Not, not like it shoots scythes or something, yeah, right? Okay. No, it's it's a plasma scythe. Oh, uh, what? Yes. You can it's augment the melee weapons too, like with. You can with... augment all of them. Oh. Why am I assuming that it has gloves? a slot for it? Like okay, some so of it depends on. Have, okay. Like, they don't have attachment slots. And so, you know, if it doesn't have an attachment slot, you obviously can't do anything to it. But right. you can, um, you know, if it has an atta- the, the specific attachment slot, you can add, like, the weapon damage. Uh, I, I have stopped picking up, like, literally everything recently because it just seems like it's worthless. The bits, they, the cash in this game is called bits. You just don't seem to get shit for them. You know, like the things that you pick costs... up from the ground don't give when you sell them don't don't give you much back. So it's a yeah. waste of slots. From what I've been playing on the first planet, yeah. So, so I like, stopped like certain... after like ten minutes. So I'm like, okay, these aren't giving me anything. Why am I wasting my time? The only reason well, to pick them up home. is to break them down. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome! No, you're right. <laughs> no, Brian, not Generation X. You're actually right. I should keep doing it then, because like, you could break them down and use them for crafting materials. <laughs> Brian, we're not doing that. Um, these are these are one of the games that I wish it was co-op, like old-fashioned co-op, or like like Borderlands style, where it's like a nice, colorful world. There's creature to go grind and stuff, like side quests to do. Like this, I would love to play co-op. When I was playing, I'm like, this would have been cool. That it would have been really awesome, even if they could just like play one of the characters that's in there. Yeah, like the no. companions. Like, if you don't have a companion, you can't do call. But if you get a companion, they can play as them or something. Like, it, you know, the hour and a half that I played, I'm like, this is a very like calm game. Like, I, I'm yeah, there was stealth parts that I had to like, you know, clench my butthole. But for the most part, I'm just walking around, seeing the cool creatures, talking to people, just hanging out. On Steam? Not yet. It's exclusive on the Epic Game Store, and then if you have it on Game Pass, like if on Microsoft oh. Store. Maybe when it goes on to Steam, it'll let you use Steam Workshop, and then they'll make a co-op mod. Probably. I'm sure they will. But there's already a game that's like it's very similar to Outer Worlds called Journey to the Center of the... So Journey to something on the Earth or something like that? That's co-op. And it's like you you start attacking weird creatures and stuff. I have to look it up. Hold on. Journey to... Hold on. Journey to... I'm going to put Journey to... No, I knew it. Journey, the PS4 game came out. Came up. <laughs> this came out here. Journey the to the of center the of the earth. That's what it is. Okay, so now that game's co-op, and that looks really cool. Yeah. And that's on Steam uh, already. So, oh no, wait, that's not it. You lied to me. Journey to the center that's of the starring earth, starring Brandon Starring Brandon Fraser. Fraser. <laughs> you son of a biscuit, dude. That's your son, dude, on his birthday. On his birthday, too. He's got a happy birthday for Javi Lablavi in the chat. It's his birthday. And it's got a nut. No. I forgot what it is. Journey to a distant world? Journey to a savage planet. Journey to a savage planet. 
That's what it's called. And that game looks fun. It looks crazy, colorful. It's co-op. It looks fun. Journey to a Savage Planet. It already. Or to the Savage Planet. Anyway, what were we talking about? Oh, Outer I mean, Overall, I think the game is pretty pretty decent. I don't really care for the combat system as much because uh, it seems like it's either you it's either stupidly easy or just like stupidly hard. There's not really an in between. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it doesn't feel like the combat system itself was fleshed out that well. Do you uh, think that's because they're doing a difficulty step design where you can be like, oh, you can play on easy, normal, hard, and not like design certain enemies in certain areas to be said difficulty, or do you just think it's whatever yeah yeah he didn't remember what i said i was talking about her i know i know i did it on purpose (laughs) do you think it's do you think it's an outcome of uh them designing the game based on just like stats instead of like enemy design and but the thing is is that it doesn't seem like stats really do anything like you have points that you put into you know the melee weapons and gun weapons and I don't remember what it does, like the perks, what perks you get for going down the line, but it doesn't really seem like you get a ton of benefit from going into them. Like I don't do, I does, I don't remember being able to do more damage because I'm focused on the guns, other than getting a higher crit, ch- which obviously a higher crit chance does help, but it's less substantial. No, you know, I mean, it's not like oh, you're specializing in in you know melee weapons. So you get faster swings and you do X more damage after a certain number of points. It's literally just like, uh, like there was, there was one for one of the guns where you got like N-ray damage or something and then shock damage, corrosive, but then you have to have that type of weapon in order to like, to take advantage of it. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. I haven't had any problems with just literally focusing on, uh, the tech side of it, like the persuasion, sneak, and uh, or hacking, and uh, uh, the science stuff, like uh-huh. science, medical, and hearing, hasn't right. slowed me down. Hasn't really, you know, it's helping with it slowed me down. Gotcha. All right. He's got to build melee, dude. So that's a so that's a that's a yeah like a cautious yeah and give it a try. If so, if it's like you like Fallout's pace, then like it because it what I play for me it does remind me of like Fallout Three. The devs of uh, New Vegas. Yeah, I didn't play New yeah. Vegas so. I yeah, I mean, if you really like story, out. I would suggest going with it. The gunplay and things isn't anything phenomenal. The melee isn't anything phenomenal. Combat itself just really isn't doesn't feel that great to me. Um, but I am interested in seeing where the story goes. Gotcha. So that's what's keeping you hooked in for now. Once something dumb happens in the story, you're just going to be like, ah, I'm out of here now. Yeah. I mean, cause like, I like the, like, I like that you can choose your stats thing. They don't seem to make as much of a difference like it does in, uh, like mass effect one. Yeah. Um, but it is nice. Like literally just pumping everything into, uh, the ones that I'm pumping them to because then it opens up like dialogue options. I can steal more shit. <laughs> uh, you know, I can bully people or persuade them or, you know, lie to them. Uh huh. So. Oh. Okay. Right, speaking of. Um... I mean, for a dollar for the Microsoft uh, Xbox, the Xbox Game Pass, it's definitely worth trying. It's a no brainer. If you have game uh, Xbox Game Pass, just download and try it yourself. Because it came yeah, with I it, mean, so 
you can sign up for the like it's the beta that's going on right now for the PC. You can download. You can sign up for it for a dollar. It's normally like five bucks a month. sponsorship. <laughs> I, I wish, mean, I've dude. been, I've been, I've been the the cheerleader for a Game Pass for quite some time on this podcast. So they haven't paid you me have, then. They're not gonna pay me now. Like so. You have, and uh, you know, like I really just didn't see a point in it because I didn't think there was really. I mean, there's more things for the PlayStation that I want to play than there are. Xbox. On Xbox, yeah, and, and, that's, and that's Microsoft, so <laughs> yeah, and most things are. What are we laughing at? Because you said like that's... Last of Us, and you haven't even opened the freaking package. <laughs> uh, you know, but like most things that come out for Xbox, usually eventually come out for the PC because it's yeah. a super port. Yep. You know, it's not like PlayStation where you have to. You know, rewrite a lot of it so that it worked for the PC. Um, you know, but there are a lot more exclusives for the PlayStation that I would I would like to play that I probably won't ever get to play unless I borrow somebody's PlayStation. Yeah, uh, because Microsoft now is like pushing their their exclusives are going to be PC and Xbox. Yeah, because they want to unite the Windows PC and the Xbox and their cloud and X Cloud to be one thing. So if it's an Xbox exclusive, that means you can play. Bless you. That means you'll be getting it on. <laughs> that means you'll be getting it on one of those things. I honestly thought he farted until I saw him in the background. <laughs> I thought he vomited on the floor. <laughs> just turned and just bleh, over the floor. <laughs> I end the podcast immediately and just like, well, that was the episode, guys. Thank you. <laughs> well, it's funny because. In my head, he vomited and just went like this and continued on. Like, he didn't address the vomit. Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, oh, so let's move on here. Auto World. Rec- what were we talking about? Game Pass? The Game Pass, yeah. I mean, for what they have on there with, like, Gears of War and things, it's definitely worth downloading it for, you know, signing up for a dollar. It's only five bucks a month, right? Uh, after that. And then playing whatever's on there, and they're and every ex every Microsoft exclusive is gonna be on the Game Pass. They've already came out and said it. So, like the new Halo that's coming out that we only saw a cutscene of, that's gonna be on Game Pass. So if they do make a port on PC, you'll probably have it. Anyway, uh, Brian, after months. Of sh- just shelling out that stupid link of yours, that was dis- <laughs> undiscernible. You got your hitbox yesterday. No, Sunday. No, wasn't there yesterday? Yesterday, because it was yesterday. There it is. He got hands on. He got to try games yesterday. I tried it on Sunday a little bit, and I was like, "Yo, I'm stupid tired." Yeah. Like I can I imagine, for like maybe like thirty minutes, but also there was the Guilty Gear uh, stream, so I, I was I was watching that primarily. Um, but yesterday you got your hands on it for real, because I, I was on Discord while you were playing. I heard the clickety clackety from it, so I heard you were trying it. Yeah, so obviously it's here now. Uh, is it though? This is actually a picture I printed out just to Brian's stunt just, with you guys. Brian's just freaking going insane, and he's just on a cardboard box, just tapping. <laughs> It's just fucking N 
tops, the clickies, right under the cardboard cutout. So yeah, I'm gonna say. Yeah, for on Sunday I played like about thirty minutes. I watched the Guilty Gear stuff. Yesterday I played. What time did you get off of Discord? Like at ten. Yeah, cause I I got off at ten, so we can go watch Mr. Robot, and then I went for to bed. Like two and a half hour, two to three hours somewhere, just hit boxing. It's definitely a learning curve. <laughs> the reason I say that, so the things out there I was going to struggle with, and I'll just show this for a diary or fifth, uh, for the video you viewers. Can for the video viewers, yeah. So the parts that I thought, let me raise just it, raise it up a little higher, bro. There you for go. People who don't know what this is, a hitbox. You see people playing with fighting game sticks, you see a whole stick coming out of it. Some people are like, I don't want that stick, I want something that. Leaves little room for error once it's learned. This, they should have put that in a huge asterisk once you're comfortable with this. <laughs> Compact, you don't have to worry about the stick protruding out and potentially damaging. The hardest part so far. Alright, so. It's the erection you got when you bought it? The erection I got when I bought it. <laughs> he the couldn't lay it on his lap part. because it was tipping over. Yeah. I was like, are they supposed to put a hole under it or what? So it's. For your left hand, it's left direction, down, which is already an issue, not an issue, what? but a, a milestone. So it's left, down, right, up. So I play a lot of PC games. What the? And that's the complete I, look, opposite. And if you look down, when you're playing PC games, usually it's WASD. W is above down, and it makes you move forward and or upward. Now, the, the so far, it's fucked... I can't even navigate the menus. Like if it doesn't scroll, like go if you go to the bottom and then scroll back up, I'll just sit there pressing the wrong button for like a good three or five times. The <laughs> hardest you... part. No, go ahead. Finish. I'll ask questions afterwards. Hardest part is remembering that this puts you into the air or the fighting here. Not this. <laughs> this right here. <laughs> no, you're laughing now, but it was, I, I, learning this. First game I think I loaded up was Dragon Ball because that's what I play most often usually. You know how long it took me to jump in the air with him during a combo? <laughs> Hit him up and then I just duck for no reason. You know, I probably could have just taken your your old arcade stick, modified it to have the button in a wasp position. <laughs> there's, there's stuff that actually have keyboard buttons, so it's just wasp here and then this part. And that looks fucking stupid. <laughs> so no, this, these would be like regular buttons. You could, we could easily modify your old arcades. Well, it's too late now, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> fucking thought. So that that so far movement is the hardest part for me, just because I forget this exists. Um, the part <laughs> that I thought was gonna be. What are you laughing at? I don't know why, but you you holding it up like that, and then looking at my my preview, Randall looks like he's trying to take that hitbox to town, dude. <laughs> I, I played with one, so I, I know how I, I know how it is. Go ahead, run. Because you have this, you like this, you like smiling and looking at it like this, like remember me, girl. <laughs> Go ahead, run. To sum up, hurdle number one, up is under down. So unless you're Australian, you're not used to that. Um. <laughs> Part that I thought was gonna be hard is getting quarter circle forward or quarter circle motions where you know if you're using on D pad or analog stick you just like a little wave motion. 
Now here, you clearly can't drag anything down and do a wave motion. You're using a typewriter to do combos. You're doing MLA format while comboing somebody. I so love that format. You're basically, you're basically playing a piano with this. So you plink it. So you, you press down. Because this is down, not this. This is down. <laughs> you start with down. Then you hold forward. Then you let go forward. Because yeah. this is diagonal. So you have to... It to basically play like if if you're playing a piano, that was actually the easiest part. I was like, oh, this is gonna be a struggle. Doing it reverse is gonna be hard. Turns out doing it reverse is actually more comfortable for me. I don't know why. Even doing back dashes, which the button here that takes you up, not this one, this button if you go in the air. Brian, I'm now I'm gonna want to first attend you. Now I can first attend you. You know what? <laughs> Even Kelsey can probably body me because I'm gonna start a combo and just fucking duck for no reason. <laughs> Why won't you jump? <laughs> yeah, you see Cooler's big fucking ass going and oh, swinging his man. fucking tail. Oh, uh, go ahead. So for the, yeah, for the reason this this side is easier for me, more comfortable. I don't know why. Usually on a stick, player one side. Let me see. Player two side is usually my best. I don't know why. Flip that player one side, so doing quarter circle backs was harder here, fairly easier. Um, the buttons are smaller than normal sticks, so at least this area, this is still remember, this is still the up button, but <laughs> this area feels a little cramped because the but the up button, not the down button, is right under this button, and I have fat hands, so I have to like position it in a way where I don't accidentally jump. Because if I can't do it on purpose, why would I want it by accident? <laughs> But, that felt yeah. like a complete waste of time, or like a like not a waste of time, like a com like a complete cluster f of accidents waiting to happen. It's, yeah, day day one, stupid accidents. It, there's <laughs> definitely there's is a huge learning curve at least for now, but me grinding out movement like air doing air dashes when we were on Discord, mm -hmm. you can there's shortcuts around it that once I get comfortable doing it the correct way. Basically, optimize your movement. So, the, the, a shortcut here is if I'm holding forward, right, and I hold left, it cancels out. So, it's like as if you're using an analog stick, it's at neutral. It's not in any direction. Okay. When you let go of this, it counts as a forward motion. So, mm. if you're in the air and you do, you press this forward, normally to dash forward twice. If you do forward and hit this button, let go. Counts as another forward, so you can basically optimize you pressing oh, forward twice. That makes sense. So the shortcuts like that, super jumping, just two buttons, just super jump. You have to like down and up. Not which, one did you, which one did you press? Because it wasn't on. Uh, it wasn't on screen. It was on another frame. button in there. Oh, you see, oh, see, you go down. Remember, this is down. Not the other so one. Super jump. You go down to up. Now I know what you're thinking. Why is up down down up? <laughs> well. I can't tell you a real answer, but that's what it is. <laughs> so that's my hurdle for day one and day two. Uh, are you comfortable with it? Like, are you liking it and like playing with it? Like, or is, are, yeah, it's it's. Fun. Are you liking the challenge of learning fighting games in a new way? Both. Okay. So this, is, to me, this is basically piano training. Okay. Left hand doing chords basically at all times. He's doing chords at all times, mm -hmm. so it, I feel like the more I do this, and I, I, after playing two or three hours, my left hand was actually sore. So I'm basically doing hand day while playing fighting games. Okay. Uh, 
I guess it's like a hand strengthener in a way. It's gonna make sure to stretch re- then, because you might get start getting cramps like badly, or carpal tunnel. Cool. <laughs> you get. I mean, stretch every now and then. Like, like when you see like the pros, they do this a bunch, even though they're using sticks. That's for a reason. Yeah, like, uh, I think my chair kind of gets in the way because I have armrests and I don't have that much space here. So I'll put my arms on here and I leave it on my lap because I mean it's a fucking stick still. So. It makes my hand do weird shit, and I can't really explain it. You just have to see it. But if I didn't have the armor, so I basically have to lean in and like lean into the scoliosis. Oh, I, I, I get like more space where it's more comfortable, like as if there's a keyboard on my lap. It's another thing I gotta hurdles the way I want to sit while using this. Uh, re getting used to having all buttons laid out in like a stick where there's more space than a controller. Still takes some getting used to. Like, I'm still trying to press buttons that aren't there because there's more space in between. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm also trying to press up, which isn't up here, but my finger <laughs> will go up here to try to press up. But as you can see, there's a lack of red here. It's down here. Uh, so my question that I was holding on, can't you just swap those two directions? Can, but that would make everything really uncomfortable because a lot so of these motions up? either start from the bottom, now we're here. But they start from the bottom, so it's easier to piano this than go like this than go. That's fucking weird. Okay. I mean, I don't know. Like, it makes sense. Be, uh, this way I can think of it. would be is... down there because, like, the space bar is usually jump, you know, for your thumb. And so, like, ah. you get used to just hitting space and then only using the other three. But that would still be weird. You know, Definitely at first, really because you're like, weird. you're still trying to hit the W to go forward. How, right before you said that, Javi typed it in chat, and he said, wow, Kelsey's copying me, F. About the hitting the space know, I didn't even see that I didn't have, I didn't have the chat up. It's because it happened, it literally happened as you started talking, he he put it on there. <laughs> but yeah, I, now that you say, you say that, and Javi says it too, like, I get that now. I can see why, yeah, because spacebar, like an old shooting game, like an FPS game, there's spacebar to jump. So, yeah, that makes sense. After, like, a, about an hour and a half of depression from not pressing the right button, I was like, it's a spacebar, you gotta, you know. I get it. That makes sense. Wow, okay. Okay. No, I get it. It's, it's like if it's you're legit, legit using a keyboard to play the game. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, a, it's an ergonomic so use, keyboard, basically. So, you're using ASD and spacebar. Instead of A W D in spacebar, yeah, but space to fit your hand basically. I have small hands. I never feel myself reaching for anything on here. Like I'm not going and like pressing the button that's out of reach. So it's compact and smaller. Got it. Yeah, <clears throat> because the buttons are smaller. It's easier to reach buttons and well stick over there. Okay. Um, trying to think of anything else. The cable detaches, so it's easy to move around. You can update, they update um, firmware on this that all you have to do is download it on the program, like plug this into your computer while holding certain buttons and it's like, boom, all right, you're updated. And just plug and play for the most part. Neat. I'm trying to think. It, it, they're made for PS4 and PC. So one of these buttons, it's usually menu buttons off to the side. These buttons are bigger than these buttons. One of these buttons is like the home pad or like the PlayStation. For the other listeners, he's talking about the buttons that are not facing, not facing towards you. They're like above the the box. 
the one it's, it's the buttons that would be like a button like the, sh- like the shoulder like the shoulder buttons for the box yeah uh they have it so that one button is like the big black thing that's on the playstation controller and then the playstation button itself is on here starting to select i don't think of anything else that i want to say about this still find myself like my hands are still trying to press the triggers yeah. like for Dragon Ball, where there's assists, I had it both assists to be on L1 and L2. When I call an assist now, I mapped it so it's so it's light, light, medium, heavy, E blast, and then the, this is assist. Which is weird because now my right hand's in charge of it. So sometimes I'll be doing a combo, and then my left hand just reaches for something that's not there. Oh my god! I only don't know how to jump correctly, and I'm also pressing phantom buttons, thinking I'm gonna call somebody to come out. <laughs> You're all kinds of messed up, bro. Call it an airstrike. <laughs> you just spawned. It's basically it. Um, I haven't played a character that has a DP. I haven't tried what that motion's like. I've done quarter circles. I've done half circles. I haven't done an SPD yet because I don't have Street Fighter installed. Um, I've done that Guilty Gear motion where it's like half circle back and then forward. It, it's a little more comfortable because I just have to piano it like this and just press forward. Mm-hmm. EP that's tough to try. Speedies I haven't tried, I just said that. Yeah, so overall, day two progress. Movement is fucking a learning curve. Okay. Um, But it's a fun one. It's not like overwhelming. I'm assuming like combo it's intimidating, uh, execution is a lot easier okay. now because you have the precise button instead of worrying about did the stick register whatever. Yeah. Um, easier to know exactly how you're blocking. You're not gonna accidentally roll it and stand up, and boom, there goes your legs, and GT Goku killed you. Um, <laughs> I definitely... think that's my my biggest problem is that half the time, like I'll when I play, my thumb sits, it rests pushing down on the bu- on stick. On the stick, yeah. So I'm like thinking that I'm in neutral. Where I'm, you know, trying to do something, and it's like, oh, I don't know, you're starting from the wrong position. Go fuck yourself, you know. I have that problem too using this, a stick. Separate button. So you want to stand up, let go of the down button. That's not the up button. Remember that the middle <laughs> one. That's not the up button. That's the down button. Stop uh, yeah, teabagging over... his corpse. I'm trying to jump. Yeah, right. <laughs> Overall, I'm probably gonna play more Schoolgirls now that I have this and just actually get good at that game because I play. I streamed it the other week. It's like I've never played it. It was so depressing. Well, I mean, well, that's why that's why I asked you earlier. Do you feel that rush of now you get to play more fighting games because you're kind of playing them again, like fresh? Because that's this is a new controller. It's like you're playing yeah. the you're playing again new. It's not this muscle memory enough. anymore. This is an, so my right hand somewhat has the muscle memory. Just doesn't know. It just has to re re map out where the button is that I have to press next. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pressing at the right time. It's just, is the button that I want to press where I think it is? Oh, got it. Um, I thought you were going to say it was like you, you switched your left hand for a foreign exchange student, and now they're trying to communicate. Yeah, it's like... No, I can't say that on stream. <laughs> okay, well, they, before we get, we slowly roll on down to the yeah, appropriate to answer, area. To answer your question, uh, it makes games that have been stale for me, or I've been burnt out on, so like Dragon Ball. I'm still waiting on a new character, but I'm still learning something in the middle of that. Gotcha. Yeah, GT Goku's ruining the game for me, but I'm just <laughs> trying to remember how to play again. 
Okay. Cool, cool, cool. And he tried two games so far, which was Guilty Gear and, and Dragon Ball. <clears throat> but have oh, tried, you... uh... Fuck. Come on. Skullgirls. There we go. I got yeah, it. He, he said he played it. No, I didn't I try Skullgirls. I said, I played it before this guy here. I played it regularly oh, on stream got it. before. Got I was like, it. wow, I'm garbage. I didn't think you'd played it with the Joy... Uh, I thought you hitbox. said you tried it with the hitbox, and then you said it yeah. felt like a different game. My fault. That was me playing it after a long time of not playing it. It was got just it. the saddest thing possible. Yeah, I'm probably going to... I mean, that's, yeah. I, I'm trying to think of what I'm going to stream this week, but if... We'll if get to I'm that, Brian. We have a section yeah. for that. All right? Yeah, yeah. But overall... It's enjoyable, it's intimidating, but it's not overwhelming. Remember that this button is jump. The bottom one's jump. Got it. Yeah. Space bar. Randall, we got to wrap this thing up. You need to talk about Terminator Dark Fate. Go see it. You say you got to wrap it up. I'm trying to help you out. <laughs> Isn't that what you just said? I said we're going to, yeah, we're going to wrap this thing up. With you being the final person to like share your to thoughts. To talk, yeah, like like bring us home. We're going to talk about Stuber after this. We but... saved the best for last, so that's how you end it? Go watch it. Wow, Randall. <laughs> I, I mean, if that's what you want to say, we can move on. I could talk about Stuber then. No, it was. I thought it was a good movie. Um, there isn't much to say. It's good that Linda Hamilton came back. She, uh, her role was the same as she was in other movies, but she's a little more hardcore and she hunts Terminators now. That uh, seems like that's what her trajectory was going to be anyway. From the T1 and T2, she just becomes more and more of a butt kicking machine. You feel me? Yeah. Um, a lot of shocks in this movie. Well, not really. Shock as in like twists, like plot twists? Yeah. Okay. Um, Arnold's in it, but like this movie is like bittersweet because it's. I mean, I liked it because it was a, a continuation from Judgment Day on the second one, which means that this movie, um, this movie is is as if the other abominations had didn't occur. So they basically <laughs> retconned anything after two. Anything after two is is irrelevant. So it's T one, T two, and now T D F. Sure. You didn't like Terminator Three? Not really. I thought it was cool. Had cool action sequences, like him with the with the um, machine gun in the uh, in the casket. What? Or the machine gun while he's carrying a casket. Thought that was funny. Only things I remember about that movie. It's it's one of. The, it's like the other movies where it's just a very small glimpse. That's just a scene out of context. Has nothing to do with the plot. I guess it does. Is the lady Terminator that she wears red at some point? And then there's a scene where they just show a bunch of computers. Yeah. Oh, I remember about that movie. So did you like the action sequences in this one, Randall? Oh, man. The action sequences were good. They were really good. That was one of the highlights of the movie. Like, It was funny because I was like a little kid when I was watching. I was like, man, I love movies like this as the action was going on. So uh-huh. I really enjoyed it. Back when you were a little kid with a big heart, I was never little. But um, okay, the action yeah, was baby though. Yeah, the action was uh very creative. It was done very creatively. Uh, I can't, I can't really say it's not anything that I've never seen before. But it was shot in a way that 
so it felt fresh and new the way it was shot. Um, so yeah, like I was trying to say earlier was that it, it's bittersweet because I really liked the first two movies and Arnold, unfortunately is getting older or is older. He's already old. No offense to Arnold. You're, he's old. And it's like, <laughs> it's just, it, it, I don't know, man. It just bothers me that he's old. He's like one of those people that I don't want him to get old, man. I want him to stay young and, and make well, Randall, action movies. If, well, if you follow my way of life, if we gave him cybernetic not... enhancements, he can live on forever. Anyway. So or we can clone him too, you know? So, um, yeah, that, that part bothered me. I mean, he's in the movie. He does his thing, but it kind of doesn't feel like he's like, like a major, major character. I mean, he's. You think he was put on there for just nostalgic sake? No, I mean, he definitely has his role in the movie. He definitely like his presence is there, but it's just I don't know. It just felt. I mean, the the simple fact that the girl that's protecting the other girl, the uh, enhanced girl, she. I mean, she's obviously she's like in the forefront of the other two. Yeah, because they're the main, they're the main focus. Exactly. So um, it kind of like it's just kind of like a. Like Arnold was the, I guess, icing on the cake if I had to illustrate it. Yeah, it's for nostalgic reasons. So that's why I was asking because. Um, hey, but yeah. but he 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 did play a major role because he like. Ultimately, he it, I don't I don't know how to say it without spoiling it. He does like cool. he is important in the movie. He does so he has plot points. Yeah, he yeah. has. I mean, he he definitely has major plot points. It's just like. So basically, he doesn't show up until maybe like the second act of the movie. Uh huh. So I mean, Which stuff makes sense. like that. It'll be. I'm sure it gets to a point where Linda's like, "I know who can help us" or something, and then they go find him. Nah, I didn't. It definitely didn't go like that. Okay. Well, then never mind. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I liked it. There definitely were parts. I mean, it wasn't perfect. There, there was some stuff like I felt like I think I told you about it. Is that one of the elements that that or in Terminator 1 and Terminator 2 is that it had a horror uh feel to it. Like it was it was like it wasn't just science fi- science fiction action. It was like it felt like a horror movie because it's this Terminator thing going around killing people and it's pretty much unstoppable. So um and a lot of the shots you think about it were done at night in the first two movies. Mhm. If I Remember correctly. Well, I mean, there's like there's some daytime chases. I think, like, yeah, I think, like, like the Terminator, in the, the, like, the in the, within the first, like, within the first act of, at least I know for sure what's in the, within the first act of the second movie is in the daytime. Then the then after that is just all night. Well, because it it takes place in one day. Yeah, and then the the first one, it was kind of the same thing. He he arrives at nighttime. There's a little small portion during the day, and then it's all night after that. Yeah. So this was. This is kind of like that, but not really like that. Okay. So I I think it's missing that um, that horror feel. Like that relentless that relentless aggression that yeah. the other Terminators have. It's weird because it's like this. The, so the new Terminator is called the Rev Nine, and this thing is like, it's ridiculous to say the least. Mm-hmm. As far as like what it's capable of doing and how strong it is and indestructible and it can split it to two different terminators and um 
it's like it literally I I literally believe that this thing like there isn't anything that can destroy it except for maybe like an EMP blast. Okay. Which they didn't use in the movie. They were they weren't try to, but you know, that fell through. Okay. But anyway, um I forget what my point was. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, I can't help you that's your point. So No, it was something you asked me and then it made me think of I don't know. Anyway, if you like Terminator, if you like Arnold Schwarzenegger, if you want to see Linda Hamilton again, and the Rev Nine, I think is a great new design. As far as like how relentless he was, like that dude was just. It sounds like this was just like a fun Terminator movie. Yeah, yeah, it was. I mean, it definitely had its serious points, but you have a. Oh. I was gonna say like you know how you have antagonists who like. You're like, why don't you just shoot him? Yeah. If you're a bad guy, just shoot him. Like I have that thought in so many things where they're like, keep him around for no reason. Like, no. Fucking put two in his head and move on with life. Like, That's one of my this... biggest gripes with just anime in general. Yeah. Like, because... you know, I'm, I watch so many movies, uh, you know, books, the cartoons, the works. They're just like... They're they just have like, a speech what? or some garbage. Yeah. Yo, just you know, off this kid. Just kill Naruto right there, dude. Save us six hundred episodes of dead people, dude. Like, like, just shoot him. Well, know, like, yeah, go ahead. The, you know, I understand that part of it is the narcissism of the character. Yeah, but like, uh, when I think if if I ever like wrote a book or had a screenplay or something, or became a I, villain yourself. Yeah, like I would just. There's there's no other thought. Like it's like. You know, I, I think about, like, the, uh, you know, the people that, like, capture the, the good guys to, like, you know, like you said, explain their whole plan. And Monologue. then something happens in the five, you know, hours that they're sitting there explaining the plan. It's like, no, they don't need to know. Put two in the head, throw the body overboard, and go on with life. Like, yeah, dude. Thanos. Hey, what a reason. Uh, fucking Loki tried to get cute. He said, nah. He said, boom. It's a wrap, son. He's yeah, saying facts. That's why we like yeah. Thanos. I mean, he had his his like dialogue and stuff, but that's because he was trying to like once. But once he got the power, it was over. He said, "I'm going to snap." When he got it, he snapped. Like he wasn't messing around. But uh, um, the Rev Nine is like that. Like there's no, there's no monologue. There's no. He could have shot her right there. It's from the time this dude hits the screen, it is relentless chasing after this chick nonstop. I mean, like, you know how like in a movie was where it like oh, okay, I'll say it. Dang it, go ahead. You know how like in a movie when like the antagonist is chasing the protagonist and like there's a maybe like a, a, a intense chase scene and then eventually they kind of like lose them. Mm -hmm. And then it's the next scene is just like them regrouping or trying to figure out what they're going to do next and all this stuff like that. And meanwhile, you, I don't know the, you don't know where the antagonist is other than the fact that they lost them somewhere. Yeah. Well, in this movie, it's like a chase scene. They lose him. And like five minutes later, he's back chasing them again. Like, oh it's like a, it's like a real machine hunting them down. Like he is on their behind the entire movie, even when he fights them, it's not like, it's not like, okay, I'm going to fight Arnold. I'm going to fight Linda Hamilton and I'm going to fight the other chick that's uh, enhanced. Uh -huh. He is literally trying to go through them to get to the girl. 
Like he might, he might like say for example, like he might deflect a move that Arnold throws at him or the other chick throws at him. But while he's deflecting, he is literally trying to shoot the girl in like mid block. <laughs> like the junk is crazy. That's funny. That just reminds me of Mr. X then from Resident Evil. Like he's, or he's like he's usually chasing you, and he he doesn't stop for the liquors. He doesn't stop for anything. He's just walking at you. Okay, well, what I was what I was laughing at earlier is because now that I have a hitbox, they're doing a hitbox giveaway. I want you to enter that and see if you win. Well, we'll see. Now I need you to enter that, and if you win that, sell one of them. What is yeah. this? He said he's getting he he said now that he has a hitbox, they're giving away one now. Oh, send me the link. Sign up. Uh, it seems like it's based off of they're saying they're doing it at seven K followers and they got the seven K followers. Okay. Do you want a free copy of Diablo three for the Switch? Post a picture of you playing Diablo three for the Switch. <laughs> God help you, Blizzard. <laughs> because we can't. Alright. Randall, speaking of people who need help. The Blind. Stuber. Watching the trailer for that movie, I didn't think that was what was happening. Because I don't, if I remember correctly, the trailer didn't ever mention he was going to be mostly blind the entire movie. Am I wrong? Or, or, or did, did you know that going in? Nah, they mostly don't hit that. Blind? You know, the, so the movie Stuber is Batista is yeah, a cop. He- and he gets into a cab and is like, I need you to... Yeah, you know. to take me to places. How we get to that point is as follows. So, the movie begins and he... but he, Let's just say Drax at this point. Because his partner at the beginning of the movie is Nebula. Uh, this is not spoilers because it happens in the first fucking five minutes. Excuse my, my French. Uh... Ends up losing Nebula. But he's still on the guy, like this drug dealer, this major drug dealer. Anyways, months, I think it was months passed by after the death of his partner. Six months. And then, yeah, he's one, it's just an off day and he, he's gonna, he schedules, he's getting old, so he schedules eye surgery. That same day, his daughter has an art show to go to, like he needs to be there. Okay. So he he still he still goes through with that surgery and he has to wear these weird protective glasses. Yeah, I mean, glasses, didn't Kelsey get that done? But he didn't have that gold those glasses I gave him. You uh, had LASIK surgery, right? Yeah, they they gave it to you. You have to wear it for the first couple of hours. Okay. So how long did you have to wear them? Uh, I mean, only like a couple of hours. I mean, so it wasn't like a... the, like the like thick black ones that like really cover the eyes. Yeah, uh, his didn't thought, his right. didn't look like that. He had, I guess, the same type of protective lens, but it looked like Cyclops type of thing yeah. on his head. Yeah, I mean, anytime you get like your eyes dilated or anything like that, uh-huh. like, they give you those. They give you the like grandpa looking glasses. Yeah. You so know, the okay. glasses are supposed to speed up your vi- your vision becoming clear again. No, I think it's supposed to just protect you it's while it heals up. Them. Oh. Yeah, because you're like, especially when you're dilated, your eyes like you don't have any control of you know your lenses opening and closing depending on how much light there is. So you literally just have full blast of light coming in at all times. And the point is to just protect from, uh, you know, harmful rays and too much light getting in causing 
permanent damage. So yeah, he... when I got my LASIK, you know, I put him on and I took him off a couple hours later. Oh, so that's okay. That's interesting then, because well, you didn't do what this guy did. So Batista, yeah, he get, took his off. He right? took his off hours after because he gets a call about a drop coming from the drug dealer he's been chasing for years. But he can't drive, and they made it a point to show him trying to drive while his eyes are dilated. And boy, was that was a funny scene. It's because he he's taken t- off the glasses. His eyes are dilated or whatever. No, he like. no, he kept them on, but he still can't see anything. Well, you have those on, so he tried to drive, and that was a funny little segment. So then he, oh, his daughter previously told him about Uber. He gets an Uber after he tries to drive his car, <laughs> and then gets into uh, I forgot the actor's name. Kumal. Uh... Oh yeah, that yeah. actor. He's he's a pretty he's a stand-up comedian. He's pretty funny. But he gets into uh, his car, and that's how he gets it. That's how that happens. I thought I didn't think that he would be blind. Like, but he's blind for like the majority of the movie, and it takes place like at least eight, at least eight hours, right? Now, when he start- says blind, he doesn't mean like total darkness. He just means like severe blurry. Yeah, Matt. What? So did he get LASIK or did he? What happened? What, he got LASIK. He got LASIK. He got LASIK. That, okay, then that's bullshit. Like, I literally, like, I walked out of the office yeah. and could read license plates on the way home. Like, yeah, not I him. <laughs> the, I don't know what the, they, like, were going for here. But seriously, like, I, I had the surgery. I sat in the waiting room for, like, 15 minutes for Adam to come pick me up. Yeah. And on the way home, this is, like, 20 minutes after after the surgery was done, I could start reading license plates from the cars around me. Like yeah, at a then, good distance. Well, then th- that's to let you know where the suspension of disbelief begins. He like most of the movie, he threw the things out the a moving car and like f this, and he just you know. I, I mean, that's the only see- thing that I could think of that he's like, it he caused did- him to like ruin his vision because he did that. But like, seriously, fifteen twenty minutes after the surgery, I could see everything. I literally had uh, twenty ten vision. Oh, then yeah, dude, then. Well, if once you can get past that, because even when I saw it, I'm like, why did it last so long? The way they made the audience gauge whether he can see is they gave him a piece of paper and said, when you can read the bottom layer, your eyes are good. So throughout the movie, he would check to see if he could see, which I think he would just look around you to see if you could see. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, I, there's a lot <laughs> of small things. Like, premise. Like, that doesn't yeah. make any sense. <laughs> so that's how they meet, and now he's driving him around to solve the case like to okay, get the drug deal analog nuclear like let's so not start all right that movie's fantastic so let's but let's just omit that okay <laughs> oh my gosh but yeah besides that it has very funny moments because it's them always it's them like uh riffing off each other and like batista's like the manly man of the group while the uber guy's like what's considered now not manly but like the more accepting man, like you don't have to be big and strong and being able to like handle a gun or what, like the, the modern dude, like the hit, like, I don't know if it's hipster, like millennial, I guess. I don't know. Okay. Like Skull, the millennial man. Millennial. Like what the millennial man is today. So, and then those personality types combative and they both have their own arcs, which you can kind of tell by me telling you what type of person they are in the beginning to what they end up being at the end. Anyway, 
the comedy bits are pretty funny. I highly recommend watching it just for some of the bits in it. Because there's fight scenes. There's one in particular, and it's a chase scene, that I'm like, that I didn't expect that prop uh, or that. There's a propane scene? Yeah, we'll just leave it at that. There's a propane tank scene that I'm like, I saw in the trailer, and I'm like, oh, that's going to be a cool thing to see. I saw it. A little more gruesome than I thought it was going to be. So, just for that, I'm like, oh, snap, that just happened? That guy's dead. <laughs> that that tr- that vehicle, everything in there is dead. And that that just that alone, I'm like, oh my gosh, you gotta people need to see that. There was something else that was really hilarious in the round. I forgot what the heck it was though. It wasn't like you want me to repeat the answer again, but it was something like to that. <laughs> I forgot what it was. There's another one I'd like laugh out loud hilarious. Oh my gosh. The the strip club. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> my Brian. God. Um, what's his name? That's uh, if I'm shameless, who's married to the black chick? Uh, Kev. Kev is in this movie, and he's like, I've never seen him this ripped before. <laughs> ripped and shameless. No, mm, not this level. Like no? these. Yeah, I'm telling you. Anyway, so because he's blind, he's going to a strip. He's there in the strip club, right? Okay. But since he's blind, he doesn't notice that it's men. That it's a gay strip club. So like he's walking and some guy gave him money and he's like, yo, someone just gave me a dollar for free. And then he just put it in his pocket and it keeps going. But what happens afterward in the back room, locker room is hilarious. And I don't want to spoil what happens there, but that's, it's great. Uh, again, the plot is super, like you can kind of tell what the heck's going to happen. Uh, the acting's fine. Batista, I think, found a, I think he found his like niche for right now, which is the, being the the comedic person, like being the big buff, like what the how the rock started. He seems like he's it following started, in those footsteps. I, I, I'm not saying, but I'm saying that he's following that same road. No, the gun away, put it down. Um, so yeah, it's entertaining. It's entertaining to watch Batista be do the comedic roles. Like I, he's I think he's slowly gonna be becoming what the rock has been doing. Yeah. And I'm all for it because he does. He does. He is really funny. If I stand incredibly still. Yeah, I'm visible to the naked eye. Watch. Okay, I can't waste any more time. It's already two and a half hours in. Um, See, so yeah, I recommend watching it like, like rent it or something. I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't pay full price for this because it's right like, off that, right off the beginning that really bothers me because like, yep it's like, i knew it i guess i didn't smile the 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 trailers made it look really funny like it looked like it was gonna be something that was hilarious it is okay? funny no it is funny it, it no, nails no, no, the, I, the, the funny stuff but but like the whole premise of oh i can't see because i had lasik and it's been 19 hours like bullshit <laughs> It gets, you know? yeah, it gets to the point where I'm like, shouldn't he be able to see by now? Like, like it, I, it, I never had it, so I, I, I didn't question it. So I'm like, okay, I guess it, it, it lasts that long. I don't know. No, it didn't even last 15 minutes. Like, unless the surgery either got botched or, you know, he just didn't take. Like, like there is the, there's always the possibility. It's like super friggin' low that people just don't take and your vision doesn't change. But I've not heard of anybody that, you know, without it being like, oh, they fucked up. You know, like uh, that, that they were like, yeah, I went in with, you know, 2060 vision and I walked out with 2400 vision. <laughs> it's not how Jeez. that works. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
But yeah, besides that, like now that I know that it, it was BS, I I was able to overlook that. The 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 parts are hilarious because they use that to, for like, for comedic punchlines and stuff that he's blind, and it's 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 worth it. If you can get past that, Kelsey, I think you'd enjoy it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. If you can't, if you it. can't, if you can't get past it, then it's gonna bother you because they reference how blind he is throughout the entire movie. I mean that that's probably that's worse than the whole analog nuclear thing. You know? Yes, because, because that like, movie's fantastic. Okay, like a one-time thing, even though it kind of ruins the whole whatever. It doesn't ruin anything. That movie's it does. fantastic. It ruins okay, everything. Like, did I you end the apocalypse? Movies. I, I fucking hate movies that are like, oh, we're just going to throw some fancy shit, to, you know, words together. And, like, they literally could have come up with anything. I'm like, oh, it's a new prototype that doesn't totally run on electricity because we got the parts from outer space. Boom, already better than, oh, it's analog nuclear. Like, this is just a public service announcement of a TV show that doesn't do that and doesn't mess up. Uh, Mr. Robot airing on USA Sundays, 10 p.m. Eastern. Go watch Mr. Robot. Anyway. Uh, so yeah, I recommend it just for the funny parts. Like, it's not deep story. It's, hey, these two got in there. Here's some funny stuff happens. Two personalities. It's sort of like a, a modern buddy buddy cop movie kind of thing. In like, a way. I'm, I'm going to watch it because the trailers look funny. It's funny. But I think I'm, you'd have a good time. But if you can't get past that blind thing, it's gonna they're gonna keep reminding you that he can't see. So Oh um, man. But that that's about it, I think. Everyone got to talk about Oh no, Mortal Kombat eleven, dude. Story. Did you like it, Randall? During extra life you played Mortal Kombat eleven. It was pretty good. It was uh I thought you were going to end that. It was pretty good because I was, I was just going to throw my mouse at you. <laughs> it was, uh... Yeah, it was... Uh... All right, so that was the uh, notable releases for the movie. What was your favorite disliked part? Why are you going to confuse everyone? My favorite disliked part. Why are you trying to confuse everyone? Um, At two hours and a half in this stupid episode, I don't know, man. Was it just like right down the like nothing? There's no twist. It was like, crazy. It was just like a bunch of people coming back because time had been um, messed with, and so like people from the past was mi- mixing with people of uh, current, the present, yeah, of present. Um, I guess some of the things that were happening within the story was. Interesting, or I guess, kind of, it was. It's kind of hard to say it's cool because it's kind of messed up. But it, I, I mean, like, <laughs> like Sonya Blade like shoots Kano in the face at point blank range, and he doesn't die. No, so like, okay, so what happened was is, uh, but can he see? I hope so. He has a cyborg this. eye. Now after this, but um, so they're at a standoff. So basically, um. There's old, there's current Kano and uh, and then past Kano and past Kano, right? And then there's Sonya Blade, but she's like the younger Sonya Blade, so she's the older Sonya Blade. The past from, from the past. There's not. Yeah. It's just present and past, Randall. Okay, present and past. So there's past Sonya Blade. There's both Kanos. Yeah. And there's old Johnny Cage. Past. So, past. Past Johnny Cage. So. 
past no no it was current current Kano is has a gun to past Johnny Cage's head. Okay. And past Sonya Blade has a I think a gun to current Kano. To current I think it was a gun. I think he had a knife to her and then she switched it around and slammed him on the ground and then she took out her gun. But before before she did that um current Kano told her he was like, "Look, there's an even trade. No, it's a two for one deal because basically, if she if he shoots uh, Johnny Cage, then that means that they will never get married and they will also not have a daughter. So he's taking away two things from her at uh-huh. one time with one bullet. Yeah, and she was like, um, "Thank you for reminding me." Blah blah blah. So she just takes the gun and points it that at um, uh, Kano and shoots him in the head. And because he's the younger one. The one that was holding Johnny Cage now has this huge gaping hole in his head because she shot him in the head. So she killed both of them at the same time. So their time travel thing is actually the back it's not to the like, future. It's, it's, it's not multidimensional. It's yeah, the back to the future yeah, thing. Exactly. Got it. So whatever you do to to the younger one. Will happen. To, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it was it was interesting stuff like that. Um the the main antagonist her the reason for why she was doing what she was doing was just like it was really petty it wasn't like in my opinion it wasn't like a whole like well thought out deep Thanos type you know uh-huh. or um, even like this the, the story with an um, injustice too was was it was a good story it, it made sense well because that's the the story in justice too don't even, it's that's another love that's a a simple question of what is justice at that point. That's what it, what injustice to it comes down to, and what lines, what lines do you cross where justice is not that where you it's not justice anymore, or it's just revenge. Or catch it's, up in the comics, or shut the hell up. I played both one and two. I, I don't yeah, like. What about the comics though? Two years. The comics. All right. Uh, he just K-11. yelled the comics. Like I, we yeah, gotta K-11. wrap this up. Right? So like, he's just the yelling. The MK11 story is meh. And you didn't like it at all. It, again, it's or do you just agree gets, with he saying like it was like petty arc or? It's just a storyline that I don't really care for. I do the story just because it's not Street Fighter story or not <laughs> bull random bullshit. It's actually a cohesive story and not just random things Mortal put together. Combat story to me is like Fast and the Furious. Injustice story is actual, like something I can get into. <clears throat> it's like so. the dark night of the stories. You know who I was dark surprised night. that wasn't in the story? Was Sindel. That's the long haired lady that can like grab you with her But hair, she's right? the one that killed everybody, according to Bryant. But she wasn't in the story. But the other, but the people she killed was in the story. Um, I don't remember why. I mean, if I'm assuming it's just because if they brought her back again, everyone's gonna die again. So just to make sure that doesn't happen. Yeah, but I mean, speaking of Sindel, she comes out this month as DLC. It's the one that screams, right? Yeah, yeah. the one that screams out loud, and she has the hair, the silver hair. I don't know if she still has it or not, but anyway. Black and white. So it sounds like the Mortal Kombat 11 story mode was meh in terms of substance for the story. Like It was cool seeing um, Sub-Zero and Scorpion um, 
as they were before who they became as we know them to be. They were working together in the story for a short period of time, and they had respect for each other. They it almost seemed like they were kind of like friends. Yeah, well, Brian told me they were they become friends. They're they 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 truce and MKX. Nice. And they realize, hey, we got set up by who? That guy, and they kill that guy. <laughs> <laughs> by who? Oh goodness. Speaking of who, who sent us fan mail this week? No one, because I just set it up this week. You can go to adlrplays.com where we have a fan mail section. You go to scroll all the way to the bottom, or there's a table of contents at the top of the site. You can just click on that and um, submit any topics, questions, anything. Just want to talk to us about whatever? Well, talk about it next in the future episode. Say your link correctly, because I typed it and it doesn't work. What the heck? Here we go. Just Here we go. Try www.idlrplays. Make a command. Handle. Make a command. Exclamation point. Podcast yeah. or ADLR. www.idlrplays.com for some reason works, but regular ADLRplays does not. So make sure you add www.idlrplays.com. And then you're Get there. Off. That's weird that it doesn't work. Anywho. No uh, fan mail this week, but notable releases. Need for Speed Heat. Need oh, for Speed. Snap. Yeah, I I'm, I was gonna talk about this, but we're already at two two almost three hours here, so I'm not gonna talk much about it. This game had like no marketing. Really? I didn't know it was coming out until this week. Usually, games like a Need for Speed game gets some sort of marketing. We'd be like, oh, Need for Speed's coming. Be ready. So I don't know how well this is gonna do. If it's any good at all, I, I'm 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 curious to see like uh, the reviews for this. Like, if you have EA Origin Premiere or something, you can play it today. So you get early access to it. But it comes out like on Friday or something. And I mean, I've played a bunch of Need for Speeds, and I think I've played almost every Need for Speed in my day, besides Paycheck. No, on what the heck was on the run? And like, definitely the best. Underground Two was my favorite. I tried to. Was Underground Two the one that it was more open world that you could actually like, drive around? Yeah. Okay, then yeah, Underground Two is the best. <laughs> yeah, that's why like, I liked it because you because you had like a city you can just run around in, you can get yeah. chased and stuff. It was lit. Like Underground Ooh. One, I think, I think I like the music better in Underground One. Heck yeah! But I also remember playing Underground One a hell of a lot more. Like, you know, sitting in my buddy's room and we were playing Underground all the time, and it was just amazing. And then Underground Two came out, and I think we got it for PC. And I tried playing online and racing online, and didn't quite understand why it is that my car always blew up. <laughs> Doing the drag races. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's when the, the drag scene started coming up. Oh my god. <laughs> Good one, run. And then Death Stranding comes out this week. Cricket. And then on to movies. <laughs> Doctor Sleep comes out this week, which I'm interested in seeing. I don't know if I'm gonna watch it in theaters, but it's the sequel to The Shining. So if you were a fan of The Shining, this I think it's this kid who grows up and he had since he had what is it called? The light? No. He had the shining, like he had a shine or something. That's the powers that that's what they call the powers in that universe. So, I mean, it looks cool. I do want to see. I don't know when though. And Midway, which is like a I think a historical movie. On I don't I don't know much about it. The one I'm looking forward to is 1917 or 1971, whatever the heck it is. Why did I click on Death Stranding? It got an 84. 84 for it. I don't care, Randall. I I don't care. 
why Death Stranding got an 84. And it, apparently, Death Stranding, that I, I don't care. I, I can't care more more than zero, Randall, about that game. I haven't looked. Nothing I've seen about that game is like that has been like, dude, I gotta play this. Kelsey, the first 23 trailers is look what actor is in it. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. I just don't see why Kojima just makes an actual movie instead of pretending to make one, but it's a game, but it's not really. Go direct yeah. something. Anyway, there's no score for Midway, but it's the story of the soldiers and aviators who helped turn the tide of the Second World War. Okay, the Battle of Midway. That's basically the movie, Midway. Oh, I know what movie that is. Okay. And then music, I didn't see anything on that I personally am looking forward to, so I didn't add anything. So that's about it for me. But if you find something, let me know. But guys, what are you doing this week? Kelsey, go. This week? Yes, sir. Uh, I don't know that I'm really doing much, like other than work stuff. Um, still have to write all of our thank you cards we got back. You're cutting in and out. All I heard was writing and cards. Oh. Uh, so we've been, you know, I don't know that I'm doing much. We've been kind of super busy lately, just like work and stuff. Uh, we got to write all of our thank you cards to everybody for the wedding. Um, but other than that, I don't think we're really doing anything. Okay. Randall, what you doing? Um, work, gym, continue to work on that uh, app. Hopefully I can get it done by the end of this week. Um, and if that happens, then that means that I can actually start working on projects. Okay. Let me stop you there. You can always just work on your projects. <laughs> So now you can continue. You know what you should do? You should stream him doing it, right? Yep, I know. Cut off, but I still heard him. Yeah, it, it cut off, but I your eyes said it. <laughs> Anything else? Mm-mm. Nothing. Uh, Ooh. Brian. Over city, I learned the code. I don't think he said it as a an insult, Brian. He's just That's saying exactly how he said. He told me he said, "Watch this. I'm going to school this nerd." Brian, so Ryan, what are you doing this week? Okay, so tomorrow there's going to be a 45 minute demonstration of how Terry plays in Smash. Oh, that's true. If they do what they've been doing, just release them same day. I'm probably going to be playing him, depending on when he comes out. Depends on if I stream tomorrow. If he doesn't come out around eight, I can wait. <sighs> Uh, if I don't stream on Wednesday, I can stream on Thursday. More hitbox stuff. Either Thursday or Friday, because one day I want to play just indivisible. Take a little break from trying to remember what buttons up. So, fighting game and indivisible for sure. See if you can Which play indivisible fight. with your uh, hitbox. I can. I don't think I need the rights to it. No, as in, like, can you still do perfect combos with it? The best, so. But go ahead, keep going. So indivisible, and then that's it. A fighting game, yeah. either Smash or uh, something with the the box of hits. Okay. Oh, that reminded me too. Since he was talking about playing games, I, um, I think I might try to play Heavy Rain this weekend. Okay. Did you already play Beyond? No. Okay. Do you already have Heavy Rain on? The yeah, when I um when I bought uh 
Detroit, it came with um heavy rain. Oh okay. as a bonus. Oh, okay. When you bought Detroit? Yeah. PS plus. Huh? PS plus. Uh I don't know if it was through PS plus. I know it was on sale for uh, what I'm asking you is do you have PS plus? Yes. Could have gotten it for free months ago. Oh. Well, I mean he support he liked it, so I guess he supported them, so so heavy rain. You gonna stream it? Twitch.tv slash what is it? Load it up? No. Only. Mm. You don't have to put your camera on. You can just stream directly from the PS4. You don't have to talk. People can just watch you play. Javi doesn't even use the camera. But he has a mic. Speaking of yeah. which, Javi was streaming today. So, I mean, I'm going to go plug his channel. Twitch.tv slash Javi LaBlavi. Streaming Red Dead. I don't know if he's going to be doing keep streaming this week or not, but... He's out here, dude. Uh, myself. Oh, you guys are to finish, right? I ran. I kind of cut you off. Like, no, no I was rain? just going to mention Heavy Rain. That's it. And Brian, you're, you're you've played Heavy Rain, right? Me, no. Brian started, but it was spoiled for him. I played Beyond Two Souls. To so completions. wait, is Heavy Rain not a good game? He. Brian, you cut off. What you said? Skip it. What? What the heck? <laughs> Skip it. Skip it. You know what we were getting? Ip it. Ip it. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, what? What is? What's wrong doing? with it? I mean, it just doesn't age well, and it's just kind of meh. <clears throat> All right, Javi, be nice to the bots. <laughs> um, myself. What's tomorrow? Wednesday the sixth. Yeah, I'll probably be on. Well, I don't know what the heck I'm going to stream. Be on maybe some Outer Worlds. Or maybe I'll just stream some Borderlands 3 from my Xbox. Because I still haven't finished that story mode, so I might... You haven't beat Borderlands. Have no, I haven't. Brian, these guys have. Because they, they, went, they went to town when this game came out, so... Don't ruin it. Your eyes are saying things to me I don't want to see right now, so... There's going to be a certain mission. Yeah. That you get to, Anthony. Just let me know. I'm not going to say why. What number is what it? Happens. Or what, what's it called, so I know. Know what it's called? You just know that Lilith is not alone in terms of hatred in my head. So how Where am I gonna know to let you know? Because you'll know. You, you know how I feel about certain characters. You know what things I want to happen. So that's all I'll say. I'm sorry, Ramba. You, you, I'm lost. I don't know how am I gonna know. When you get to it, like I just said, when you get to it, you'll know. But you said to let you know. You just went through it, yeah. Oh, that I went through it. I thought to let you know so you can watch my reaction. My fault. In- indeed, Ibit <laughs> cryptic messages. Cobra's out here. <laughs> um, You're not woke. You don't know. Yeah, so maybe I don't know what I'm gonna stream. I'm definitely stream tomorrow and Thursday, and I don't know what, unless something comes up. Uh, that's about it. The website's up www.adlrplays.com I'm not sure why it needs that subdomain to be www. I'll fix that if I can or figure it out. When does Fallen Order drop? Excuse me? When does the Fallen Order drop? In like like two weeks. It's this month. I think it's like two weeks. I do want to try that out. It looks like like a linear adventure game. Every time I hear you use that word, it, it sounds like you... Like you're insulting the game. 
<laughs> it just sounds like whenever you use that word, you say it with great disdain. No, because Uncharted is mostly linear, and I effing love Uncharted. The same with Last of, Last of Us is the most linear thing that I've, that they've done. I don't know. I just get that vibe whenever you say your game is linear. It almost says it like 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 you hate it. It's not that I hate it. It's that it's there's a, like it's a slur. <laughs> to me, linear games have like there's no replayability unless you want to get trophies. You right. finish the story and you're done. Yeah, then you've played the story for Goldeneye multiple times. Goldeneye, that's the N64 game? Yeah. Yes, Brian, that's a different, because the gameplay was fantastic. But it's linear though, isn't it? Last of Us is linear, and you're, who cares? Like, oh, I can craft stuff. And then QTEs no. again. How many times did we beat Halo? On Legendary? None. No, we beat on Legendary, you fucking liar. No, we didn't. Yeah. Beat the first two on Legendary. And I'd be Halo 3 on Legendary to get the fucking customizations. Because <laughs> you get it, the ninja for doing on Legendary, right? The ninja helmet? I don't think I got it. Maybe you, yeah, it was probably you who beat it on Legendary. I didn't beat it on Legendary. Well, then stop sucking then. But that's how I pay bills. Anyway, so, um. God. Episode 69. That's why I did it, because the episode 69 is the creamy one. Come on, man. Ice cream. <laughs> it's the like where everyone ate ice cream before we started doing this episode. The heck? It's always it's always good to give and receive. Man, I could go see? for some ice cream. Yeah, you I bet you would like some cream. <laughs> I said ice cream. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, sir. I'm sorry. Do you want some uh some some dark chocolate or do you want some white chocolate? Why'd you say thing, like that? Man. Oh my gosh. So yeah, it's episode sixteen. <laughs> Yeah, episode 69 of the ADLR podcast. I have a wrap. <laughs> you can go to my uh, website, www.adlrplays.com, if you want to support the stream. There's a Patreon link there. There's an Extra Life link, too, if you want to donate to the Orlando Arnold Palmer Arnold Palmer Hospital for Children. And a fan mail section in the in, near the bottom where you can submit stuff to us, a fan mail. You know, We'll read it in whenever you want. You know? Future episodes, you know? That's a wrap, guys. Thank you guys for watching, listening both. We'll see you guys next week.